Geek Shock. Geek Shock. How I'd like to look into that little book. The one that has the lock and key. And know the boy that you Uh, so we got six yeah, in, in October, Halloween, it's, right? It, All this Halloween. episode did yeah. Yeah. was prove that they just need Rick there all the time. Because yeah. uh, I'm sorry, there were a lot of Rickless episodes this season, especially the second half of the season, because it kind of split everybody up. Not too much of a spoiler, but you know. And so there were a lot of episodes where. It, uh, well, that's at least true to the book because anytime yeah. Rick goes south, it's just like <laughs> yeah. everything goes to hell. When Rick is battling between. Yep. Being good or bad, Rick, if it's he's gone, fascinating, you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. it's and, it, and so to me, they lost me on a few episodes in the second half of this season. There were a couple oh, amazing really? episodes. Well, I just I felt like it, they all built towards the finale here. Like yeah, you know pretty mean? well. It was all it was you know it it maybe was a little slower, but they were all yeah. necessary bricks. Don't get me wrong. The the in the, the path. The Carol and the two girls. That's yeah. an amazing episode. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's an episode that will probably yeah. go down in the annals of television. I yeah. would say. But, you know, <laughs> probably it, one of the most shocking it I've ranks seen up in there with uh, Battlestar where they had to jump every 32 minutes or whatever that one yeah, was. Yeah, that was a good it one. ranks up there with that yeah. quality of a TV show does it rank up episode. there with the Red Wedding <laughs> I, haven't seen the, I haven't seen the Red <laughs> Wedding I'm, like. I'm still only in the farm at farm season <laughs> I'm actually going to ask for a spoiler oh, the uh, little girl that disappears for like the uh, I'm like halfway through the season. Just we, keep we, watching. We, we, yeah, just, just keep, keep watching. watching because I don't know who people out there listening that have yeah. haven't. And, not and also, it's driving me nuts because she just. She, it's like, yeah, just go keep watching. Little girl. Go find the little girl. It doesn't take all that long to find her. <laughs> yeah. Just keep watching. To find yeah. out. Yeah. Just keep watching. And how about you finding out? Welcome. It is Geek Shock Geek number two thirty-two. I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff, uh, Captain Luddite. Fact check, Dandy. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Weekend Geek. If you thought last week was a dearth of information or interesting news. Did we? Welcome to this week. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Is there a lot going on? No. Well, it's it's having <laughs> did you get any Did you get any fun April Fool's stuff? It is April Fool's, it right? It is yeah. April Fool's stuff, but that's awful. always been a pain in my ass right. because I want to bring you the news. I want yeah, to bring you yeah. the real news of what's going on out there. There's a lot of fake news stories. And usually, you know, and it, it falls on a day that is not the day of production for us. Right. Yeah. But so this have year a couple of days it is to double check. Yeah. Today is April Fool's Day. Yeah. Therefore, I have to Way double my time double, and sift right. and double check all the news. Uh, doing an April Fool joke and it doesn't make no sense because it won't be out till the second. So exactly, yeah. I can't make this yeah. an April Fool's wah, episode. Wah, wah, I found wah. all the April Fool stuff today uh, very very. Eh. It was tame and yeah. dumb. There wasn't a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, that's exactly it. There was nothing I could even bring to the show to, to go, be like, oh, look what a, good look what a crazy joke. thing happened. Nope. Yeah. A there lot were, of mine. There were two things that just pissed me off because I knew right off the bat there were April Fool's jokes and it wasn't something you want to screw tease with. It was the Netflix is going to be doing Firefly and George <laughs> K is going to be on SNL. And Boldman's like, I know that's I know that's an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Fuck you. You do not toy with you this. You don't want to toy with the Firefly <laughs> thing. Oh, I love and hate Think Geek, man. But theirs come true. Not always, though. I mean, it depends on popularity, but they had one item on there that I was like, oh, my God, if that were real, I would buy it in a heartbeat. They had a little USB car charger. like You you plug it in your cigarette lighter just like you would normally. Um, It 
shaped like the flux capacitor. See? Mm-hmm. So all it had was the little blink. blinky lights, yeah. but you plug your USB devices and on eventually. the side of it. Yeah. And it looked, I mean, I was That'll like sitting there and I'm like, this could be a real thing. That'll get me. a real thing. See, I didn't even catch up with the drug. I was like, oh, that's cool. But I, yeah. It was, wasn't, made, didn't dude. prick my interest enough to. Mm, uh, yeah. The prick. Nerf nuke, though, was pretty damn funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if everybody caught that. And there's just some people out there doing it wrong. Somebody in the Frostbite engine. These are the, the guys that. Frostbite engine is what powers a lot of EA's releases. Uh, put out a April Fool's thing that they were developing things for the Wii U when they're not. So I'm like, and so EA had to put apology out saying this is Sorry, a bad prank. <laughs> it's a stupid prank. Stupid. Well, yeah. Yeah. well, if you well, know anything about anything, nothing's getting made for the Wii U. Yeah, it's got less than a five million install user base right now. Yeah, and three I'm, years down the road, done ski. And I love the I fact cut. that nobody seems to know how to tell a good April Fool's joke. It's also Pledge Week here in Vegas, and my <laughs> God, NPR people have heard of humor. But do not how to how to do it. Oh no! They know the concept. No. They know it exists, but they no. don't know how to do it. No, no, they don't. It's like you know, ah, oh, well, you know, but we won't do that because the police might stop us. <laughs> They're huh? so bad. Well, we've discussed oh, Garrison Keillor in the past, so that kind of blows really up. I, I like Garrison Keillor, right? But the, I do the, too. But it's the but he's not the funny. Post. He, He's the host yeah, doing not the exactly. pledge stuff. The host doing the pledge stuff are behind the scenes people and should stay there. <laughs> <laughs> the one that really got me, though, was uh, some that uh, apparently a few people actually tried before they realized it was an April Fool's joke. Um, there's uh, Most people with, with uh, modern uh, smartphones know that you have that little trace uh, keyboard thing where you can spell out the words by just tracing it across the keyboard. Well, there's a company called SwiftKey that it has one of the uh, the more popular ones of those for your your Android phone. <laughs> and they, they they released a quote unquote uh, real world application for uh, hard keyboards for your PC and your laptop, oh, where God. you just traced your finger across your keyboard. And it it would use uh, right. advanced algorithms to determine advanced what you algorithm. would... Uh, Look out. Anytime you hear that fucking word. <laughs> That's a and they had an accompanying That's... video where they have somebody that actually is on a laptop, and they put their finger down, and they trace out a Dragon word. Dragon clicking across. And, uh, yeah, so it's all a little clacking and stuff, and apparently it fooled enough advanced people. Advanced algorithms. That, that That's they, the warning. There was that a thing thought, oh, That's awesome. I it was a good one last year. I can't remember. It was, was really elaborate. It had like several videos, instructional videos attached to it. What the hell was that? It's it something from one. Google. I know what you're that talking was it. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. But I got my first April Fool's joke by late Sunday when some jackass sent me this mess of text. Gavin like Improv Kingdom that came out as just gibberish on my dumb phone. <laughs> oh, I forgot how uh, I forgot how stupid your phone is. Uh, I sent you a Facebook link. Well, uh, is there no way for you to igni- you can't do it, huh? It no. just came out as a bunch of code. It was a bunch uh, of umlauts. And, well, that's and what it is. You just have to, but you have to just be able to hit it. But you can't access. Yeah. It, it looked web. like Popeye swearing. <laughs> All right, yeah. Somebody no. posted on my Facebook page. Uh, um, it's it's really hard to figure out at first because it has uh, it's like what are the opposite of all of these words? The first one is always, and then never, never, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me that's not the extent of the joke. Oh God, I'm trying to re- I'm trying to remember <laughs> the whole the whole thing <laughs> that's a because solid joke. always be closing. No, no, it's <laughs> never. Not that. I feel it's, better it's for not worse. remembering the Google thing worse. now. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh, okay. It's always coming. Never going. Me. You. Never going to give you up. Yeah. Uh, it, never going. it was a Rick Roll thing. Always. And I, it took me a second. I was like, never, never. going to give you Oh, God. Never Forget to check you your references. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and see, I was yeah. I was sitting on a Rick Roll joke when you guys were doing all that zombie talk, but I did I just sat on it. But it's all right. I liked Rick Rolling in its time, but its time has passed. It is time has passed. The only time it's still funny is occasionally Jonathan Colton will do it in mid concert. Well, so it's always going to take you down. That's pretty cool. That could be like a wrestling mantra. That's a wrestler's T-shirt. Um, the always opposite of going is not going, huh? <laughs> oh, always, <laughs> always leaving to take you down. No, wait. Always. I'm what is so the go- opposite right of going? <laughs> coming. Always coming to take you down. Always yeah. coming to take you down. That's yes, cool. Yes, Jar Jar what? Always. <laughs> funny. Actually, always coming from take you. Me. No. <laughs> Well, if you, if it's from always two, coming but it's, that's from not, it's not that prepositional use of two. <laughs> it's like what watching a kid try to speak. It's like Every watching a kid to give you. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. like watching a kid try to learn pig, try to speak pig Latin for the first time here. Uh, <laughs> I got that down. <laughs> I can speak pig Latin because I don't look forward to getting into news, gentlemen. What news happened to you? What geeky things? you do this week god damn it i wish i did something i actually have a weird one i I like weird i got a uh i got a uh, my editor forwarded me a press release about the lego store opening up and a a pre-tour that we could go on that'd be fun okay first stop back up lego store lego store opening uh, april 25th uh, in fact, in the that was one of the things show, my right? friend in Bean fashion, in Las Vegas, yes. the fashion show. Moment. One of my, one of things my friend Bean wanted to do when he was out here. He wanted to go to the he wanted to go on the uh, the the new Ferris wheel. He wanted to go to the Lego store and he wanted to go to the Chuck Jones experience. Okay, gone, not open, not open, not open. Chuck Jones experience is gone. Already. Yeah, it's been gone three months. Um, Observation oh, wheel opened yesterday here. or today. Yeah, opened it, yeah yesterday. Yeah. But anyways, they got the press release and uh, she sent it to me with the comment, "You probably want to go to this." But she also, at the same time, replied to the person who sent the forward thing, saying, "This is not a thing we're going to cover because the the daily covers this, not a, you know." That, not the, <laughs> and so I went over to her and said, "You block blocked me." That is some shit. You block, and did you spell me. the first block B L O K? Yeah, I, I okay. just walked up to her, just making sure. Yeah. yeah, that Chuck Jones thing. That's a shame because basically it shut down because the guy who runs it. That's what he does. He opens things and then like steals a bunch of money from it and then goes away. Is that oh, what happened? I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently he's done that with like three or four things in town. Because when we well, were in San Diego and they were announcing it, uh, like, they were clown? talking about how the family oh, was involved and they were very this excited about this it. This is all legend. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, who it is. Yeah, look at. I don't Google remember it. his name. Google it, people. Whatever. Allegedly, Google it. But we <laughs> we went over there and walked around Circus Circus trying to find it for a while, and I I, I was suspicious when there were no signs. Well, they did hide it in a back closet. Anyways. Yeah, it was never yeah. easy to find. Yeah, yeah. and but, and we went straight from the palazzo to there, so that is some serious cultural whiplash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know what? As much as I wanted to like the Chuck Jones experience, it was a little underwhelming. Ah. Anyway, so apparently the uh, the Disney Family Museum or something like that in San Francisco is 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 well worth it. 
great. Which is a similar thing. It's a similar I, so kind of thing. It's a museum thing. full it's of a, families. Well, no, it's, it's a Disney it's a Disney, it's a Disney, Disney museum families? put together by the family, so, not the corporation. Oh, I see. I want to see like that's where they have skeletons Waltz, frozen of head. a family. Yeah, yeah. It's like bodies. It's like except it's like people this. they snatched during Herbie the just, Love Bug. Right. It's, <laughs> this is just cast Walt, of Herbie the Love Bug. Walt and skeleton in his cryogenic cell. You know? Walt cryogenically frozen and the skeletons of all your favorite Disney stars. And the skeleton of that damn cat. Right. That damn cat is <laughs> no, there. It's like the bodies exhibition. They've frozen them and slit why is Walt's skeleton missing the head? <laughs> escape to Walt. Ma- escape to escape to which mountain? That's what I want. I want like, the Disney bodies exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey's, wow! Mickey's the visible the Mickey pieces. and all that kind of yes. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be cool. Oh, all the strange contortionist Disney things bodies. they made over the mm-hmm. years. Yeah, for some reason, dissect you know, them. Pluto or uh, Pluto on the skis or Goofy yeah. on the skis. <laughs> Somebody has, has posted pictures of cartoon character skeletons. It's pretty funny. I think yeah, that's what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. <clears throat> I want to see that fully realized in sculpture. That would be uh, an extensive, but possibly uh, very successful project. Well, yeah. talk to that guy. He'll open it for a year. Take right. the money. Cartoon skeleton year. store. <laughs> Just gonna make sure you know part of the deal is that you get the the stuff when he's done, and you can set it up yourself. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. That can also be. It's a real Lonnie. bare bones operation. <laughs> 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 They run with a skeleton crew. Yep. <laughs> actually, apparently China has stopped uh, exporting bodies as much <laughs> as it did, so it's actually going to be harder than doing another exhibit like that. <laughs> it probably won't happen. It's a bonehead idea. Paul, it's really not that humorous. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> That one's actually pretty good. To be or not to be a. Tibia, everybody. It's a bone. Yes. Thank you, Ross Banana. The leg bone connected to the tie bone. Don't make me take my hammer to your of the board. All right. <laughs> it's like the Borg, but different. <laughs> uh, I snagged a piece of my childhood that I never had this yes. week. I, I took a little day trip to because I was feeling excited and, and wanted to do some adventures. So I went to Boulder City to go to the antique stores for a day. Oh, so, okay. Um, which is a great little getaway. You know, there's Boulder no gambling City, there. Right? It's, it's really quaint, slow. Stupid, nice. nice, yeah, kind of, but at, but a good kind of stupid. Right. I hear it's nice. Actually. It's, it's very, it's, it's very Mayberry. It's very Mayberry, and they got about five. Oh, or Boulder six. City, yeah, Boulder yeah. City's fucking fine. Yeah, it's just dumb. You got like six or seven antique. He's not talking about Laughlin. He's talking about Boulder City. I know you got like <laughs> eighteen cops per square mile out yeah, there, including the wooden cop. Right, that one's my weird. favorite. Mm-hmm. They they park a police officer and a police vehicle and have a wooden. Mannequin officer in that vehicle to keep people from speeding. Yes, so hey, I always look for him when I go. You got to support the town as much as you can before it dries up, and blows away when they build the bypass around it. <laughs> right, that's the truth. But uh, they uh, built a new uh, antique mall, like they needed another one. But I'm glad to have it, and tucked away in this little area that sold nothing but Victorian style stuff. Very, uh, very feminine, beautiful, classic antique items. Your standard uh, fair. 
at the top of the uh, Victorian cabinet was a 1977 Kenner Star Wars TIE Fighter. One of the originals <laughs> with a box. Wow. Everything in there. All the pieces. All right the that there. box is in amazing condition, too. Yes. yes. This is in pretty good Whoa. shape. Whoa. That is shiny. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, how much is this thing? All the stickers turn, are turn, still on. Uh, turn the, uh, the sticker around. $33.95. Oh, crap. And so I'm a sh- I'm, I assume you went to eBay to see how much you got, how much uh, you uh, ripped them for. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. Uh, but uh, what was amazing, though, the guy behind the counter was so nice that when I got there, because uh, when I opened it up, it had everything in there except it had the instruction book for a X-Wing fighter instead oh, of a TIE fighter. Oh, okay. And so he was like, let me give her a call, see if she'll come down on the price a little bit. Ah, all right. So he gives the call. Uh, she does not answer. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to give you 10% off. Hey. like that. So there we go. I tell so you. So now uh, in the Ugly Couch Show set display, we have a original 77 Star Wars TIE Fighter it, up there looking beautiful. It looks barely yeah. used. It really does. Like the stickers are still in good shape. Yeah. And it's like, it's, well, what I was amazed about is that the colors on the box have not faded. They, I know. It's, yeah. uh, it's all sharp. Every time I have that, seen one of those boxes, they, it, the, the, it the looks blue years yeah, old. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, but this man. one looks brand new. Yeah, that's except for a little bit of damage away on the somewhere, side. not Which, touched by the for way, years. That's almost forty years now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Thirty-five. Yeah. You know exactly. Ooh. That's very impressive. I actually thought another geeky thing I did last week, but okay. it's because it was the day after we did the cast. Um, I went over at uh, Frankie's Tiki Bar for the, ah. uh, the Tiki Bar for the, the new... unveiling of the Frankenstein mug. Yeah, it's just kind of geeky. Huh? Is tell me about it. It's yeah. a, it's you know, it's just you know, a bunch of people hanging out drinking. But the well, uh, the new not mug that is. Part. I want to know about the mug. Oh, it's it's a very weird, cartoony Frankenstein. And the, the weird thing about those mugs is they have to design them all, so they hold the same amount. So yeah. all these weird contortions have to be Within calculated. You know, they have to. You know, if they're gonna push this here, you got to push that way. And it's but it's it's a weird look. It's it's so it's it like it's a got a very Frankenstein. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got a very a, rat fink sort of style. Yeah, to it. very much. Interesting. My like my it. friend John was with me. He's a big tiki guy. He's got dozens of things and he looked at it and he had to buy it of course but he but he said this is a really amazingly ugly mug (laughs) (laughs) but it's ugly in a cool way my wife and i love that place we've got i think six of the mugs we're working on getting all of them eventually they're really cool it really is cool i've never been i've I've wanted to go we gotta go but uh so tell me i know this place is here in las vegas west sahara frankie's tiki tiki room room. Uh, west Uh, charleston sorry thank you west West charleston Charleston. and it's the same guy who runs the the, the double down. down. It's it's P Moss. Okay. Um, so Just actually, the, the, the Twizzle sticks actually no. have P Moss's head on them. So you're looking at his. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he was there. So I'm like holding up. The, oh, there he's there. He's there all yeah. the time. He's not in there all the time. Not he's a, just chilling outside. Is that him chilling outside? Is he the, the doorman? Who's no, the doorman? No, no. He's a. Who's the doorman he, that just hangs out there all the time? He's the doorman. Okay. Yeah. It's funny because like from the outside, it's very nondescript. It's like a white, a white building. building. So it, it's it's in, in, room. an area that. To yeah. me, seems a little sketchy. It's in the well, it is. Say tiki room. I think it just says Frankie. Oh no, it says tiki room. But on, okay. one, on one side, it doesn't say tiki room because somebody stole the neon off it dirt while it was open. It never wow. closes, so they stole it off while while it was open. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely worth checking out. It's but yeah, it's, it's on it's on West Charleston for a long time. I suspect that that building's been there. Charleston is an old road, and that building looks pretty old. I, I bet that building's been there since the fifties. But for the long time, it was Frankie's Cocktails. And then Moss bought it maybe 10, 
12 years ago and turned it into the Tiki Room. And I'd heard they were actually kind of trying to make it a historical landmark. I'm sure or that, it that is would, one. That would make sense. Or, you know. um, again, Bean is a big Tiki guy. He went on, he's gone to Tiki places all over the place, including Hawaii. Um, and he did a big tour down the coast one year. Uh, and that was the last place he went was, was Frankie's. And he's like, this is one of the best ones I've been to. And he was going to, you know, crazy high-end tiki places. So is this tiki to the level of camp? Yeah, it's 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 a small place. And uh, if you go there during the day, you'll be completely blind for the first three minutes you're in there because it is <laughs> dark. It it's is dark, really little dark. It's pitch black in there, but it's yeah. great. And the, they got the TVs showing all the old crazy movies. Yeah, it's all, and, you know. Oh, really? It's like a mixture of, like, and, surfer and slasher movies. Yeah. yeah. No, you would love it. I, yeah. I, I'm yeah. I, I'm so sold right And they've yeah. got, you know, what, a couple dozen different drinks or something yep. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the yeah. drinks are strong. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Your ass. And for Christmas, you bought me one of these. I did, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I love it. So I'm surprised you haven't been. I'm kind of surprised now yeah, too. You got to go, dude. Well, it time. reminded me a lot go. of like the uh, Disneyland, go. the the tiki uh, tiki room, tiki yep. room in there. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like down. that, only it's darker and with a bar. And the tiki's don't move. It's a great date place. I think there's a couple. I think there's a couple. Was some of the decor was done by uh, Shag. In fact, I think there's a couple of them. There may be an original Shag or two in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a place like if I have friends in town who are like, what's something that I may, you know, most people don't know about in Vegas? I yeah, send them there. Absolutely a place if you, if you get tourists in town to take them to something that is off the strip. That's yeah. a place you got to go. They want like a, a, like a local joint. Yeah. That's yeah. a cool one. It's smoky, but you know, it's I start dating again, that's where I'm going. Yeah, that's no, it's a cool that's place. That's where we're going. It's a good spot. Boom. That's the and you know the, the jukebox is full of you know surf music. Yes. Which I love. Yeah. So oh, yeah. hello. It's good. It's a good time, man. Yeah, it's it's solid fun. I've been there a couple of times. Dark and small. Love it. Much like my heart. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Start playing Earth Defense Force. Uh, 20, Which one? 20, the, new the new one? one. Brand new one on the Xbox 360. Um, two games arrived this week. Titanfall. Earth yes. Defense Force. Yes. I've played them both. Uh-huh. I've spent double the time on Earth Defense Force. Right. It is a fun, fun game. They, it, I mean, it's always been crazy balls. People love those games. And it's janky, but in a charming way. And it's just... It's something beyond, uh, what's that, Defender? What was the one we had the trackball on the... And you were... Uh, bombs were falling at you. Missile you Command? Were, Missile Command, that's it. So, but it's something beyond that. It's way... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's my first time you said uh, the name it, of the it's game. Third like, person. It's, mo- it's more of a... Yeah, it's a third person view. It's almost has almost a, a kinship to the Dynasty Warriors series and just the fact that you are plowing through loads and loads of enemies with a very competent loot system that keeps you coming back for more, dropping new guns that do crazy. Some guns are great, some are stupid. and But either way, you're always changing your strategies, and it's it's mindless fun. That's cool. Mindless fun. I just downloaded, because uh, free on the old Xbox, the uh, they got Hitman. Uh, ah, Absolution, I think. It yes. Is that free just now? Must have just happened today. It's be it the happened today. Uh, I haven't even played it yet. I just downloaded. I will it I download that. Yeah, I just downloaded Dungeon Defenders last uh, week. That's a good little one. It's all right. It's just another tower defense game, right. basically. I get tired of those pretty quick. That uh, Hitman is that the newest Hitman? No, no. I think it's like a. An on, it used to be an on-demand version or something like right. it, and then they've well, decided to make it sounds free. Sounds good. So, like I said, I haven't even taken a look at it. I just play. I just Speaking of Titanfall, that reminded me there they, there was another April Fool's joke that the the company that makes Titanfall played where uh, 
They said launching April first, the Optimus Prime Titan, <laughs> nice. and they had the oh, they had the wow. whole accompanying video. Cruelty. It was hilarious. I mean, because they did. I mean, it, the production value that went into this was elaborate. I mean, they put it in the game. They put cut scenes with it in there. I mean, it looked realistic. It looked like something that would easily be downloadable as an add-on for your game. But uh, when, <laughs> in fact, the, the very last screen shows the, the Optimus Prime Titan, and it says, featuring new song by Linkin Park, Prime Up. And I'm like, <laughs> there it is. There's your, there's your April Fool's joke. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty damn funny. And don't get me wrong. Titanfall is fun. In fact, it's better than Call of Duty. But that's what it really is, is Call of Duty. Well, that's giant another. robots. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I but, haven't played Titanfall, but, but that sounds like sacrilege. But, but you're in a giant robot. <laughs> but you but occasionally. You can, occasionally. Be, you can be. Okay. What actually, Timer clicks down, and then you get it. It's fun. What actually makes it more fun is not so much the as much fun as the mechs are, all the freedom of the parkour, the running and jumping right. up walls, being able and to stuff. squirt your little boosty back back and yeah. jump oh, around. Okay. That, that it's makes got it some. Yeah, it's got, it's done a lot as far as vertical integrated movement around the map. It's a lot more. Of yeah, that. it's. I mean, it's the next evolution in first person shooter, but it's still just first person shooter. It's really, it is. <laughs> if you're not yeah. a big first person yeah. shooter fan, it's not going to change your life. And I'm finding I'm going down the same road as I was with the uh, the brawler game. That as time goes on, they interest me less and less. Does it have a does it have a good storyline, or is it just not really? Kill? I mean, it does, but it, it but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's weirdly integrated, and there's not a, a single player mode. So you have oh. to, you yeah you explore it all through multiplayer. It's very strange. Oh, it's but but it is just a multi- for the story. It's multi- you have all of it multi- is all multiplayer. There's yeah. no single player mode. And each one has there's each one has a specific scenario, which are variations of maps you've played before. Capture the flag, yeah. uh, acquire bases, you know, whatever. But one interesting thing it does do is it also adds AI bots into it for on both sides so in order to get your titan to fall for you um you get it over a certain amount of time as you kill enemies both uh computer controlled and player controlled that timer lessens so even if there are enough players to find around you can find bots to shoot okay so i did find that part interesting it's not bad that's that's exactly it's not bad um earth defense force is better there you go yeah, not bad is not a great review for the big new for game. The, for the flagship of the uh, system. Yeah. For the $600 <laughs> game. That, that yeah. was delayed how many months? It's still, I mean, Three months? it's good. And yeah. for, and as far as first-person shooters go, you don't get any better. It looks and if, nice. And if you're I into mean, that genre, very, you probably can't do better. You're going to be losing your mind, but yeah. I mean, as far as like the, the look and feel, I mean, the graphics, they're definitely next-gen graphics. It just, you know, but I think it's just like you were it, saying, you yeah. know, it's... It's, it's, the, it's, a, it's more the same with a yeah. slightly uh, different skew. There's a lot of been there, done that. Yep. All right. Anybody else got anything? And to I, throw feel, I feel like a lot of those are getting overcomplicated too. Like I miss, I miss the original, you know, Call of Duty where it was just you killing Nazis and it was really simple. Yeah. Like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it was simple. Good old days. It was like basic. You had a couple grenades and a and a rifle and you just kind of did it. Just on skills, man. I had to be greedy on the nerdy stuff, but I watched Jumpers, Jumpers too, which I uh, was uh, sitting there in my things I was wanted to see at some point, and I pulled it out of a bin for three bucks at Walmart. Jumpers? Oh, Jumpers. Jumpers? Jumper, maybe? Jumper. Jumper, yeah. yeah. With Darth Vader? Yeah, with with Hayden Christensen and uh, Samuel Jackson, which I I didn't realize. 
in the theater, and I actually really liked it. Yeah, and I don't it. know it why fine. it was getting yeah. such horrible reviews. It was a fun little movie. Because everybody Darth Vader still? Well, I think. It, it could be. It, that very well could be. Yeah. It's not a great movie, but it's fine. It's yeah, no, it was a fun Vader's little, it was three fun little wrong. Worth three bucks. Has he done anything? He hasn't done anything in a while. It's a fun little action movie. It's kind of interesting in that it's basically a superhero movie where they never actually become superheroes. Where they never actually go off and fight crime. They they, just they get the superpowers things. and go. Oh, well, well, let's because do weird let's shit with jump. It. The whole well, premise is they can jump anywhere in the world, right? Instantly. Oh, okay, teleportation. But it's basically, yeah. it's teleportation. But they don't. Uh, the, the, They're the, able to open a, like a, like a mini wormhole. Yeah, and or, jump through it. But and, the, the and your lead doesn't realize he's has the ability, so he's learning how to see that. Right, and he also doesn't realize other people that have it. So for the first. Eight years he has it. He just runs around stealing shit and filling, getting a giant house full of crap. And all of a sudden he finds out there's a whole community of people that are like, look, dude, you can't keep doing this, blah, blah, blah. And another community that wanted to kill them. Yeah. This sounds like um, one somebody took one piece of The Star's My Destination and rolled with it. It's, it's actually from a young adult novel, but apparently they really change it for the uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sounds like one you piece brought of up that, Star's uh, My Destination. That book before. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's, it's fucking prescient in its amazing stuff. It's like it's written in the 50s and it's so fucking good. But yeah, that's part of the qualities of uh the future people is that we we evolve the ability to leap well, <coughs> well that's really the, uh, through space time, okay. but the condition is you have to know the space you're going to. You yeah, have to have kind of been there or to seen right. Jumper has the same thing. Yeah. It's like he's See, sort that's of what I'm saying it's totally it. it's totally Taking but one piece of, of a fantastic sci-fi book that could never be captured properly on film. Never in a million years could you put Tiger Tiger to film. The takeaway from happen. this, though, is since I got that for three bucks and it's not that old, uh, uh, it's uh, dig through the Walmart uh, bins and the Target bins because uh, Every now and then. those are on their way out. The DVDs are on their way out, apparently, now, so they're cheap. <laughs> they're not on their way out. DVDs are getting cheaper and cheaper. They're getting cheaper, they but they're not on their way out. Well, that's yes, they are. They have ramped down production... Uh, Every year for the last five years. I'm telling you. But at the same time. <laughs> I just read a contradictory story. At, but at the same time, I'm seeing more and more of the dual it's April packages. April 1st. Yes. Where you didn't used right. to see them as much, and now they're doing the dual packages, which implies that they realize people are still buying. The There's DVDs. a lot of cheap DVDs coming. So, I love it. Yeah. Although I went crazy this weekend, late at night, buying kung fu movies on Amazon. So I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to complete, <laughs> I'm trying to complete this list of 50 from Rick Myers, who's like the okay. kung fu expert. And I'm close. I've got about 30. Um, I'm down to just the last few. But yesterday or today, this I morning. I stop here for a second. Again, I love the idea of you going crazy on buying something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because that never happens. Never happens. But the like four of the 10 DVDs I ordered aren't coming. Because they're on the weird. They're like. We can't. We don't. We don't have yeah. them. Uh, that's running to me. I've run I'm like, into that what once the or twice fuck are you talking about? Amazon. I've never had that happen like that. Not with four in one order. No. I just like what? Yeah. So they're never coming, or they're not. They're never right coming. Away. They cancel like, the order, so like, I got to look again. It's like yeah, you order like because some of limited availability. They said you order some obscure movie or something, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we. Th- it's not available. We. I know we said it was, but it's right not. now. It's I mean, a- part of that is me having that on my wish list for four years. And then going and clicking on it. But the part of it is like, hey, well, as I said, it was available. I ordered it, but whatever. Right. Nah. But also, that a lot of times what happens is that they do have limited availability, like like Luddite was saying there. But when you're clicking the buy now. Eight other people are. Eight, exactly. Yeah. Eight other people oh, are clicking okay. buy sure. now, and it goes based on who was in the queue yeah. first. No, I know. So. It's, it's very strange. And 
And I know I just I just got a copy of The Kid with the Golden Arm. It's been months since that thing's been in stock. And so finally got that one. Just watched uh, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter. I, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter references Jinsha. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. So there you, you go. said that like it meant something. What the hell are you talking about? Jinsha is a cla- uh, an actually ancient city in uh, China. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it actually does reference something. It's a real thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to go tour it when I was in China. It's nice. a buried city. It's interesting, yeah. Their, their heroes from there. Their heroes are from there. Yeah. That's where they live. Has anybody done that? There's one of those companies out there. It's like Warner Brothers or something does a thing where they burn the disc for you. You can order like On weird order? old TV shows. I think uh, Disney yeah, is, is doing this. Uh, Warner. Yeah. I think Disney is doing this too DVDs because to order, huh? Yeah, you you mean you mean they don't have a bunch of them in a warehouse, but if you want to watch I don't know, qu- you know, some Quark movie, some movie you can't find anywhere right, right. or some TV show. The Herculoids was one that, that Paul got. You order it on the yeah, the website and then they literally print the DVD. I just want to look through that list. And then send it yeah. to you. It's, so it's available for order. But Cost they don't have extra, them. Sure. So through, yeah. through eh, my, not really. Not, th- yeah. This one, this one, through my uh, Masters of the Universe uh, page, through the He-Man.org, they had a link to Disney, outdated and out-of-print Disney films, through eBay. So you can order them on eBay, and they're very re- reasonably priced, but it's stuff like Gargoyles, the animated series, and a bunch of the old movies. Oh, so not not like things like Pete's Dragon or so, something the, like that, the, but, but maybe like even the, is, this, is this part of the, the made for TV? Stuff? It's not bootleg. It's from Disney. They're oh. saying anyway. It looks legit. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like so it's on eBay. I don't know. No, I mean it looks, it looks it looks pretty legit. I Let mean, me know a, if Song of the South is on there. Then I'll be impressed. I don't think Song of the South is on there. It's a big <laughs> fucking. That's really the. It's a big fucking list. So if it's not legit. I can't imagine Disney's not going to get a whiff of it soon, but I, th- I think it is legit. It looks legit. No, right. check that out. Yeah, there's a um, in Hollywood. It even it, it even claims in the advertising. It says direct from Disney, limited edition or hard to find DVDs on eBay. I guess that's it. So in Hollywood, go. about a block away from the, the whatever it's called now, the what was formerly Grauman's Chinese Theater. Okay, um, Whore Town. It's called Whore Town. Whore Town. Thank you. <laughs> But a block away from there, that. there is a uh, um, town. cosplay murder. That's what it's right. Called. It's like the Snow White Cafe or the Snow White Bar or something. Land. It's a Snow bar White with bar. Snow White stuff on the wall. But Actual Snow White yes, stuff? Yes, because they did it like right after the movie came out. Ah, Nobody gave a damn. they licensed it then. No, they didn't license it, so they just did it. <laughs> and Nobody gave a crap back this then. This was long before Disney got litigious. So now they don't fuck and, with it? Well, it's now they tried, they tried to do it. And it's now a histor- it's now a uh, yeah, historical a building. Oh, hilarious! So you walk in there and you're nice. drinking away while looking up at Snow White. And I got a picture of my dad, whose nickname is Doc, next to the picture of Doc drinking a beer. <laughs> I like that. Good for them. Actually, I guess it's not. Well, I guess it's sort of his nickname. He's a doctorate, so he, it really is his name. But there you go. Well, and I'm just gonna before beginning the show. Uh, announced my exuberance because I got tickets to go see Megadeth and Motorhead on the 17th. Wow. And in a wonderful, at the Pearl Theater, so I'm able to have a nice chair and we're watch just, the show. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah, earlier, yeah. we were talking about that there. So. Do you have the in your list of your small list of things, you have the show that's coming here at the end of the month? Pearl's yeah. in the Hard Rock, right? Pearl is yes. at the Palm. Oh. The Palm. Yeah. People That's really like great, it. It's a great I venue. Really good uh, tell it. me what you have in mind. I think it's Thomas and Mac live action Marvel uh, thing. Is that finally coming here? Yeah. I didn't hear you see a thing on it. This Thursday is the atheist uh, convention 
discussion hosted by Penn. With, right, uh, with the Richard, movie by Richard, Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. The documentary. Richard Dawkins is going to be there, and a bunch of people are going to be there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, at, it's at UNLV, right? UNLV. It's right next to the Thomas and Mac. It's that's that smaller center, but it's still like, like a the 3, Cox 000. Pavilion. So Cox yeah. Pavilion. this is exactly. a different thing than the th- from the thing they Cox. do in the uh, summer, which is the Skeptics. Convention. Yes, it's yeah. not the Skeptics Convention. Okay. This, this is, a, this this is, is uh, uh, Richard Dawkins had made a documentary, and he's going around the nation previewing it basically and uh, so it's going to be Richard Dawkins and Penn Jillette uh, hosting it mm-hmm. they're going to show the movie and have a talk and question and answer at the session afterwards so the wife and I got tickets for that for Thursday it's going nice. to be fun nice nice. have you seen uh, oh, Tim's Vermeer right. yet I know it's out I haven't yet No, I know it came it's, here it's briefly limited. but it, did it, did it, it, it came here for like like one screening no, so far yet. I will what eventually it? check Tim's it out. Vermeer it's a movie Penn and Teller produced it I guess produced and Teller directed it Teller directed it but it's a guy who kind of figured out that Vermeer probably used some sort of weird semi-photographic technique to do his paintings and then spent, what, five years trying to figure out how to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I saw the, the preview for that, but uh, or the, yeah, the trailer. My buddy Steve saw it. He said it's a really fascinating little movie. Uh, basically, yeah, there's a process of how Vermeer uh, did his paintings, and a lot of people said they weren't paintings, they must have been photos, or maybe they were photos or whatever, and it's always been a debate, and he looked into researching how it was done and then he decided he it's a camera obscura thing right right? it's like it's a a, a light bending device that basically projects a thing onto the it uses a projector basically but the document slideshow then painting over the the story yeah exactly the story is more about this guy who did the research decides to become skilled at the craft himself right and be able to reproduce having no training or artistic ability he's not an artist well you know yeah, right. Well, but you know. he's a genius. That's the other thing. Well, he's a brilliant This is person, the guy yeah. who came up with the screen, one of the first screensavers. I think he's the guy behind the toasters on your the flying oh, yeah. toasters. Wow. That yeah. man yeah. made Fly- a mint. Right. So, yeah. I mean, like, he's a genius. But he w- it took him like 10 years to be able to complete sure. the process sure, sure, and sure, figure sure. out how to do it. But that's uh, what it's because he had that fat toaster money exactly, to live Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it's going through the, it went through the festival circuit and got rave reviews. Okay. Oh, you know what? I take it back. I don't think it was the, the what do you call it. I don't think it wasn't the screensaver. It's the actual stuff called the video toaster stuff. The oh, well, that's software. a whole different the editing, shit. The editing oh, software. Oh. And yeah, the, the founder, yeah. uh, co-founder of New Tech. I know who you're talking about. In other words, uh, he made even Tim, more money. What's his last name? What is his last name? But it's uh, the, yeah. I know who you're talking about. But that's though. who it yeah. is. Conway. Because uh, he's Conway. actually, they, they founded New Tech it's in Kansas <laughs> back in the day. There you go. So, okay. so it wasn't it wasn't a screensaver. It was the a video, video toaster. Video toaster. Okay. Anyway. I like, still, I like he the made flying toaster. Yeah, he might have done the flying involved. toasters on the side. I don't know. He's a genius. <laughs> I, I hear it's a pretty fascinating movie. So. Yes, yeah, so it's gotten rave reviews. Oh, God, let's, there's Oscar buzz. And since now that you're deeply in bed with the whole, you know, Penn Sunday School thing, I figured you know, maybe you'd seen it. Not He's, yet. Oh, I thought you didn't. You didn't. No, I haven't seen it yet. But I'm, no, no, I mean, as far as you. But yeah, I'm deeply in you're bed. You're deeply in bed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't I mean, know about it's so much. It's so much as I'm doing a, a second podcast with Matt that is piggybacking off of uh, Penn well, Sunday School. I don't know now. if that's deeply in bed. He's oh, recording him over there. <laughs> well, we were. We he's were. He's fluffing the pillow. We're going to be back. We're, we'll be back in a little he's, bit. He's yeah. like the dog laying at the foot of the bed. No. He's just kind of there. Oh, I wish. How he's like the neighbor's dog taking a crap in the No, no, no. It's great. We're we're really excited. the The podcast has been really fun. I'm sure if Paul doing, wants, so. we can take a seat in the jacuzzi and enjoy the Jill Jet. You know it. Right, well, they'll drop drop some info. What's the name once again? 
It is Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Look it up. We've got a website. It's the a whole really studio. long name for a website. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. It's the name. And uh, we've already got a lot of subscribers, thankfully, through, uh, you know, because uh, Matt's been pimping in on Sunday School. So people are checking it out. And we're getting a lot of really friendly tweets. People are very uh, into it. They're digging it. They've listened to the first episode and subscribing right off of that. They're so nice. on YouTube as well. Uh, the first episode's on YouTube. We're not doing video oh, from okay. here on out regularly we're still again work in progress but it's going to be regularly done it's just going to be in a little bit different iterations but we're working on trying to make sure we have uh one guest a week and that kind of thing and two episodes a week and yeah it's going to be a lot of fun i Fantastic. bumped into doug Elf- elfman in the hallway today oh really and mentioned that you, you would love to have him back on the show he goes hell i do it every week <laughs> right right call yeah. him okay you know what i will i will reach out to doug on the old book of faces there yep. yeah he'd be a great guest for either show yes he would Oh, let's let's get this out. News you don't give a shit about. I thought we didn't give a shit about this week. Listen, this whole week is news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> right? Um, but April Fools, except for New York. Show's done. What? New York? New York City. Oh, it's gone. You were talking about everybody <laughs> loves New York. New York. New York City. New York. Not not New York. Got New York's already right, played like what it wanted. Uh, Sprinkles is back. Sprinkles. Yes. New York City got its first cupcake ATM. Oh, <laughs> we have one of those here at uh, at the link. In uh, we have several on the corners. <laughs> you say Newark, you knew you. Yeah, but hey, that, yo. that, that, that. I do say Newark. You say New York, and you say sprinkles. All I can think of is Annie. <laughs> well, that's kind of what should come to mind. What's up, girl? Have, yeah, What's up, girl? My Vegas. name is Sprinkles. I'm your cupcake ATM. <laughs> Give me five dollars, and that's done. Which we all know what ATM stands for. In that case, yes, thank you. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> what it mean is ass to mouth. Hey. Thank you, thank you, Rasta Banana. <laughs> you never go ass to mouth. Hey. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> you want that extra two dollars? Cra- That's what you do. A crowd had already formed before the machine was turned on at night. Oh, gross. How gross. How gross are you living in New York and crowding around a, a cupcake machine? Who are you? What is your life? What is your life? You live in New York City and you've crowded around a cupcake machine. Fuck you. Fuck who you are. Fuck everything about you. Fuck you. You know what that should be? It should be a fucking suicide booth. Just like this. It should be like, you lined up for this shit? You go fucking get penalized. It should be, Fuck it should be you. cyanide cupcakes. Fuck yes. Bullshit. Weed them out. Lining up for a cupcake machine. Get out of my planet and dna info reports a consistent oh. line of 12 to 15 customers dna the info day. what that's uh that's a new site basically man see that's that's telling that's some nsa shit you soon as you lick that icing they're getting a scan <laughs> they know who you are it's a hell of an icing ah uh, the old nano icing right you joke <laughs> The nano icing is in place, sir. Any side effects? None that people will notice. Extreme diarrhea. <laughs> Paul Mattingly won't notice. <laughs> sprinkles are tiny cameras. And he's the only one we're interested he's in. He's the only one we're interested in. He's our main target for this. He talks a lot of shit about that cupcake machine, but he knows damn well if there was one in Las Vegas, he'd be there. There is one. Now, see, now that's going to be a video project. I'm going to have to take Paul to the cupcake ATM at the Sprinkles here in Vegas and I, I and just, watch I his just, reaction as I, he put by a cupcake I'm in the just machine. I'm seeing it just like oh, like 30 feet away going, light is too long! Does it cook automatically? Uh, what they do, it okay, it's Sprinkles is an actual bakery. 
Like you can actually go in and buy cupcakes as well. Sure. But when the store is closed, they have they have pre-made a certain number of each oh. cupcake, and then you the the ATM is actually open twenty four hours, so you can walk up, you swipe your card. It's a you vending punch machine. In. It's not an ATM. Yeah, exactly. It's a vending machine. Can we just call it a vending machine. But it's, it's no, you know, because ass to mouth is way more funny. It's not previously owned. It's used. Yeah. Okay. Can we just stop with ass to mouth aside? What uh, the hell does a T stand for? An ATM cupcake Teller. ATM. Yeah, I know. So. I know. <laughs> where where uh, is the sprinkles? Cupcake tellers, you know. Uh, it's in the link in uh, oh, the link. Uh, right between. And the that was the other thing when I went with Paul and with uh, with uh, John rather. Uh, I I had heard that the link was open. Parts I thought I thought that was the name of the the wheel, which is the high, high roller. roller. Yeah. The high roller. So I'd, I'd heard yeah. the link was open, so we went down there, and the link is open. Yeah, it is. It's a <laughs> corridor leading yeah. to yeah. the. Yeah, it's a corridor of restaurants. It's a shop. It's an outdoor shopping yeah. center. Yeah. That it's actually doing pretty it's well. Actually, so a pretty far. nice outdoor yeah. shopping. That's where the Brooklyn. No, there's Bowl some nice, Bowl and some nice shops in there. Yeah. That's where Brooklyn Yard Bowl is. Yeah, okay. it's part of the link. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a Brooklyn. I think it's another bowling place in there. There was a place that had like free bowling like Monday through. That actually I think was that's the Brooklyn free bowling, bowling store. Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, free, yeah, free bowling for locals that names, day. But it is good advertising. Well, they first were going to call it free bowling, and then everybody was like, no, 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 no. That's a whole different line of 12 ATM. people. And the Tom owner, Petty will sue us. The owner was from 1955, yeah, so he didn't understand why everybody was freaking out. What, what do you mean? Why is this the problem? This? Free bowling. What's this the matter? Free bowling. Free bowls. That's how it worked. You get free bowls, you bowl with the free Thursday bowls. Thursday nights, free Actually, bowling. I would say in 55, bowling was a more commonly used uh, term <laughs> for that. Right. Yeah, you're probably right. And I that- seem to remember a lot of old, uh, a lot of old uh, Playboy cartoons where balling was a punchline. <laughs> I balled her. She I actually balling. specifically remember one where there's a, uh, there's a jester and he's putting on his pants and there's a woman in the bed and he goes, and that's what I call balling the jack. <laughs> and then he smells his finger and goes, what have I done? <laughs> Ass to mouth. Uh, that's more of a hustler cartoon. Uh, yeah, hustler <laughs> cartoons are really filthy. <laughs> uh, news you don't give a shit about. I'll be tasting you on my dick all day. Oh god! Oh. <laughs> I'm implying that I suck my own dick. Lawanda. <laughs> 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 You had to have the visual for that one, folks. I think. Uh, I'll take this opportunity. <laughs> you don't give a shit about. Oh fuck, that's an oldie but a goodie. Oh shit. In a recent interview with Forbes to discuss their upcoming album, Wu Tang member. <laughs> RZA spared no hyperbole when describing its distribution plan for the new album. In a bid to remind listeners that music can be a commodity, like any other fine art, Wu-Tang will be releasing only one copy of the secretly recorded work. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Uh, the album's buyer will receive the highly limited edition copy in a decadent silver and nickel case, handcrafted over three months silver by... Silver and what? Yeah, yeah, silver and nickel okay. case. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, by uh, Yaya, it's a British uh, Moroccan Yaya. artist who typically works for commission for royalty. Uh, the ostentatious, ostentatious case is currently hidden in a vault underneath Morocco's Atlas Mountains. Of uh, course. Quote, the idea that music is art has been something we advocated for years, and yet it doesn't receive the same treatment as art in the sense of what the value of it is, especially nowadays when it's been devalued and diminished to almost to the point that it has to be given away for free. Unquote. 
So to combat that, Wu-Tang is going to, going to do the anti-In Rainbows route and treating Once Upon a Time, the name of the album, as Forbes put it, like a Monet or a Degas and assigning it a arbitrary value uh, that will be reflected in the work's likely multi-million dollar price tag. However, it doesn't mean Wu-Tang won't give fans access to the album. Instead, their audience will have to listen to Once Upon a Time in the some same highly secure and often expensive setting that, again, typically reserved for paintings by Monet and Degas. Uh, before the album is sold to a wealthy bidder, RZA uh, told Forbes that it will be taken on a tour of galleries and museums where fans can listen to the 128-minute, 31-song album through headphones. Heavy security will prevent recording devices from being smuggled in, and tickets will reportedly cost $30 to $50. Once the album completes its tour and is purchased by a business or a wealthy individual, it will then be up to the new owner to decide whether or not to make Once Upon a Time available to the public. Yeah. I, like I love the... Uh, Fuck that. No, I actually love it as an <laughs> art concept. It's a great concept. idea, yeah. But uh, on the other hand, I'm, I'm concerned about what douchebag is actually going to own it. <laughs> well, whatever. Some business will buy it, and they'll it sell it for It just seems way too pretentious. Well... Wu Tang's pretty pretentious, but well, I know they are. But this is like taking it to a whole. They've new earned level. their pretension, and they are making a very valid point about the value of music, which is great. So you know, I applaud them for that. Uh, hey, if they get some more people who've never been in a museum in a museum, great. I'm just picturing Sheldon and Adelson chortling away. <laughs> their their point is a on. little uh, uh, askew, though, because they're right. saying. Uh, a Monet that a, a piece of music has the same value as a Monet. It very well may have, but part of the value of a piece of music also is that it can be there can be thousands of copies of it, millions of sure. copies of it, and it be shared with that many people. Where a Monet, there's only one of that painting. Right, and there's who's to say that this one. album is as transcendent and as timeless as and they are making the Exactly. For them other. to assume that this album is that album They're for that very to much with. pointing their Babe That's, Ruth yeah. in this shit, calling their shot. Yeah. And kudos if it is that if it is their their high water mark, if this is their magnum opus, wonderful. That will be a a very uh, a master stroke. But it's, I, it's asking a, great a lot of their album. Hey, it's a yeah. great business move. Right. Because they're going to get people to shell out thirty or fifty bucks. We're to already to this talking album about it on, and not own it on a nerd podcast. Right. Well, it's news we don't give a shit about. Well, no, so, I give a shit about it. But you know, what I mean, they're getting yeah. people to sell, pay thirty or fifty bucks for something to not own it. Right. To go to basically go to a tour that pays twenty to. bucks for. Right. I don't own any Wu Tang Clan now. I probably won't own a Wu Tang Clan, but I'm interested. In, I'm, I think it's impressive. I idea. do own some ODB. I don't have any Wu Tang, but I do have some ODB. But he ain't with him no more because he ain't with us no more. There's one time we had uh, Bonham on the couch here. Yeah, right. He had, he'd, have something that, he'd have something. Plus, he's a huge RZA fan anyway. That. So. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He's a big Me Bobby big Digital head. Jesus. Actually, another April big Fool's joke Jesus. I saw. The thing I saw out there was that uh, Chris Angel is a spokesman for uh, Summer's Eve. Oh, yeah. I saw that yeah. too. What? <laughs> Chris Angel is a spokesman an for Fool's. Summer's Eve. Oh, yeah. how funny. Because yeah. <laughs> he's a douche. Yeah, man. That is what he's talking about. You see it, man. It means both a person you do not like turns and the thing you put up your vagina. <laughs> turns out the joke's not about how Chris Angel's actually just full of vinegar water. <laughs> Even though he is, strangely enough, the man is 94% vinegar water. Hey. <laughs> News you don't get That's how about. he can levitate. Vinegar and water is lighter than air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's not one of those no, crazy uh, well, uh, mean, no, baking soda things where you. Uh, yeah, you know, he's basically when he <laughs> he can't have cookies and shit because as soon as he bites into something with baking soda, he turn into a 12th graders volcano <laughs> experiment. Science fair volcano. This is how vi- volcanoes work: red food coloring and baking soda. Deep into earth, red food coloring mixes with bacon soda, and then vinegar gets spilled in there. And oh shit, here comes Hawaii! Hey, <laughs> Paul, your your first album needs to be Science Fair, Science Fair Volcano. Science Fair Volcano. Science Fair Volcano. That's a great name for an album, actually. <laughs> that's a good name science, for a band. That's a good yeah, Science Fair Volcano. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Uh, GameStop is in battle at locations around the country that are in SFG. general proximity to this, Walmart. This is not a don't give a shit about. This is this is potentially lucrative. Uh, well, we'll see. Walmart launched its <laughs> video game trade-in program, offering consumers the ability to trade in their old video game software for in-store credit. Employees at GameStop that are in close proximity to Walmart stores and selected by GameStop management have been authorized to give customers 20% more for trade-ins at those locations. In a memo from GameStop Operations dated March 25th, managers were informed that their store had been selected to participate in the Never Walk a Trade program and to call a special number. Our uh, source tells us that uh, the test program will run from March 26th to March 31st, so that should be done. Uh, we'll give consumers who trade in games an extra 20% in store credit, but it might be something they adopt further in this the future. Actually tells so, so wait, some- wait, 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 wait. I can get $6 for That's my game exactly instead of 5 it. That's exactly Holy goddamn it. Holy shit. It's still probably more than what Walmart will give you. But this tells me something I didn't know, that there's well, actually Walmart a set price get. that they'll give you for the game as opposed to whatever the douchebag behind the counter decides Oh, yeah, that no, day. they're not oh, no, just arbitrarily a picking a number out of the hat. It's on there. It's yeah, in, they it's have, in they the have system. A list. They wouldn't let them do that. Yeah, you scan it, it comes up, that's a $3 game. But here's the thing. That's, bit, sadly, I that's see, what's happened with Zia, too. certainly let us do it when I was in a comic shop. I see uh, the Walmart thing. thing being more advantageous for the average consumer because it's store credit. exchange for gift cards. They give you gift cards, store credit, it's store credit. which you can, can use it, to purchase it anything beer. in the store. Yeah, not that's just, like I could turn Call of Duty into beer. Exactly. Well, and or, also or, store or, credit, you know, in the in the case toiletries of, or you know shoes or whatever you need. More likely, what's going to happen is you're going to turn in your games for diapers because damn it, you should have yeah. worn that thing. Well, <laughs> store yeah. credit also they can tend to give you a little more than a can of cash. Right, right, yeah, you're right. Well, that that that's GameStop's policy too. Yeah, well, that they don't do cash at GameStop. Oh, yeah, they, they, they used to store credit long time ago. I haven't traded any games to them in movies for a long time. So. They don't do movies anymore, so nope. See, it's been that has been a long time. That's almost eight years, maybe more. God, that's where I started buying my stupid Smallville DVDs <laughs> used. That's, at that's, GameStop. That's, how that, that's how you got some bitterness. That's how I got started. Was, I got like, oh, are you more bitter about that for- or the hold up? Uh, I'm more bitter that I wasted all that time on uh, Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's good that I culturally know where it, where I stand with it. And that I'm not missing anything, and that every time the WB puts another DC character on a fucking show, I can go, well, write it off. Who cares? It's all pablum and garbage. Yeah, the holdup only took an hour and a half out of his life. Right. Imagine this, how many de- this seasons up. of Smallville. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that one trip was on the boat. That was my. That was going to be my escape. <laughs> that was your entertainment. That was my entertainment. Yeah. I had to watch that shit. That's like ocean going Abu Ghraib. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like that. 
it felt like that. But then luckily, when we make our pit stops, I found the old Filmation um, Aquaman cartoons and some Superman cartoons, and those tied me over. Those were great. That old Filmation Aquaman. Are you talking Super Friend era Superman cartoons? No, I'm talking 60s. Okay. The Fleischer stuff? Back no, when Fleischer are the Fleischer 40s. stuff, and then yeah, you know, when, uh, 40, like, when Aquaman would always be like, "Hey, Superman, let's go ball in that chick over there." Ah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go ball in that chick. It's, it's that's awful. how they say it. Let's go ball in that chick. <laughs> hey, Superman, what are you doing tonight? I'm uh, flying around. We say we do some 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 chick balling. Wouldn't it be a dame? What? Let's go ball that dame. Why don't we go ball that chick over there? It's you, you mean balling? It's yeah, Aquaman. Ballin'. Go balling that fish. <laughs> no, I don't ball anything. I wait for the fish to lay its egg and then I jack off on the eggs. <laughs> That's what Aquaman That's does. how Aquaman works. That's, That's how hot. he rolls. Right. So he has to do. wait for his ladies to go on their time and then he just whacks it in the toilet. Ooh, look at that wow. row over there. Now, now I want to see videos of, of, of... That's why Aquaman's such a fan of tampons. <laughs> I, I want to see videos of, of fish doing that, cut in with Paris Hilton going, that's hot. <laughs> that's hot, Aquaman. My favorite... You, you guys, yeah. Remember that Dave Chappelle bit? That's my favorite Aquaman thing. You ever seen that one? I, he remind just, me. He just talks shit, it, about, he talks shit about Dave... Uh, it, it's, uh, it, he did it on a, an episode of Dr. Katz, and it's just like... Aquaman, poor superhero. What a terrible curse! You know, it's like imagine he's just swimming around. He can talk to the fish, swimming around. Hey there, fish. Hi, Aquaman. <laughs> hey, fish. You see any uh, any bad guys? Any evil? Any crime going on? Hi, Aquaman. <laughs> 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 like, they're just fucking fish. They're memory, so stupid. They have a three-second memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just so good. Exactly. It's just so good. Just like all they do is like, <laughs> Oh, shit. He's in charge of 70% of the planet. Unfortunately, it's 70% without people and they're crime. Right. Nobody cares about. Mm-hmm. Uh, news you don't give a shit about. While promoting his book, Jerry Bruckheimer, When Lightning Strikes. Jerry Bruckheimer four, wrote a book? Four decades well, of filmmaking. Ghost wrote. It's a pop-up book. <laughs> Everybody did the next pop-up explosion. It's, boom. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it's, just, it's just those big embossed words. Pow. Bam. Smash. Bang. Explode. Gunfight. Gunfight. Boom. Crash. Made fun, but the guy is one of the most successful producers. Oh, yeah. I've yep. watched In quite decades. a few of his movies. Uh, Me too. Oh. Yeah, yep. everybody's seen at least 10 of his films. The uh, mm-hmm. mega producer reveals some information about Top Gun 2. <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, there's going to be Wait. a Top Gun 2. <laughs> You've mentioned Wait. this before, did Top you, Gun 2 did you coming out. I've heard this somewhere. It, it, this, this reeks of April 1st. No, 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 I'd heard this before. <laughs> no, of, trust while me, back. I, this is one I had to go do some searching on. I had heard about this before, yeah. Now, this is in production? Uh, first of all, the movie is still in the process of moving forward. Okay, so it's uh, not even, right. it's not fl- greenlit by yeah, anybody the pr- yet. The producer goes on to explain the basic plot of the film, saying, quote, The concept is, basically, that pilots are obsolete because of drones. Cruz is going to show them that they're not obsolete. They're here to stay. Oh, when John Henry Wait, was this, a little baby. This was already a movie. <laughs> a this par- was, what was it? This is a movie. Tony Scott was no, attached. Yeah, the one with uh, Clint Eastwood. You're thinking no, of, uh, no, this is Iron Eagle 4, right? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was, it was not, <laughs> Something like that. It was more movie. recent than that. It had um, yeah, the 
Roy Scheider uh, movie with the helicopter? Is that what we're thinking? Blue, about? blue, blue. Uh, it was blue an episode thunder, of Blue Thunder. thunder. <laughs> it was definitely an episode of the Gil Gerard Buckaroo Bonsai. But I what? think it was, that was an episode of the Gil Gerard Buckaroo Bonsai. But there's a movie that is basically this. Yes, it's uh, it's from about ten years ago, and it's it's it, about hey, drones are taking over. Like there's an automatic like pilot. We, uh, all jet. There's all these drones, nah, and suddenly up. we need human pilots that can fly the ways the drones unexpected. Because the drones are going because the drones rogue. are programmed, and the drones go rogue. Well, no, well, it's a matter of like a uh, a human being can make decisions that drones can't make sense of. Like they're unpredictable. The unpredictability of a human being right, right. is more effective. Random than... task. Exactly. <laughs> they're attempting to attach a new director because apparently Tony Scott was attached to direct this yes, before he, was. he passed away. This now makes dark sense. <laughs> Tony playing... Scott, rather than direct <laughs> Top Gun 2, killed himself, guys. <laughs> he made wow. the critical decision, do I make this film or die that's, that's how good the script is that guys. might be the definition of no way out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's playing the ghost of goose apparently bruckheimer and cruz both want to get this movie off the ground cruz the ghost of goose I, you know what remember It'll be played by anthony edwards you know what's fucked <laughs> yeah. up you remember how anthony edwards was the ghost of the nerd oh yeah in revenge yeah. of the nerds three yeah wow, I, he was I, like i don't because i never saw they did like an Obi Wan ripoff it was a three Oh, yeah. Wasn't it three? I don't remember Are there being mean, a three. Uh, was you it two, two when he came where in? he no, appeared to him in the dream? Two is... No, he wasn't. Nerds was in a dream? Nerds in Paradise. That is the one. Yeah, That's it was just one a where dream. He goes, dream. He's like, I'm not really here, Lewis. This is your dream. And yes, there was a third one. It was a straight to TV movie. Oh, okay. Straight to TV. Nah. Not even straight to video. Did it have Booger in it? The third one had Booger in it, right? Yeah. Booger was kind of the star of the third I'm one, right? I'm sure that's How is it Revenge of the Nerds Booger? I think he was parlaying that moonlighting money. That moonlight, because Booger was right. on moonlighting. Okay, remember that? No. Yes. yes. Miss uh, Miss Sepesto, what was her name? Who was he Depesto. in love with? Dep Who? Depesto. Mister Pesto, I love you so much, Mister Pesto. Oh my God! Ah. I did right. reference that actor Sunday night with you. That's Go right. that way very What's fast. His name? I don't remember That's what his right. name is. Trying to remember Greg it. Booger? Greg Booger? Yes, Greg Booger. Greg, it's, I mean, what are the odds that he would get cast in that role? Seriously? I mean, we just Woo! watched King of the Nerds yeah, and you exactly. don't remember He's his on, name? Well, they never say his name. It's, uh, That's right. Uh, not Robert Carradine. That's the other guy. Uh, uh, Jesus. I just had it on the tip of You're my right. tongue, it's too. Jesus. And I got distracted Jesus, by the, the freaking craziness Jesus. going on. Who here? would have imagined that Eddie Deason would have been more successful than him? How did wait wait wait? What's making Eddie Deason so successful? He's a big voice actor. <laughs> is he? Yes, really. He's in everything. The last thing I saw him in was the Whoopie Boys, nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, well, he saw his he face. Now? What's he in now? He's in every freaking animation. He's is in, he? He's now? Tons Good of for him. Eddie Deason deserves that success. No. In case you're not sure who Eddie Deason is, you probably know him best as the nerd from the movie Grease. So. Or war games, or war games, or any movie in the eighties that where they needed a really lanky, pointy nose nerd, or surf Nazis must die. That's where we all know. Him Who from. is he in war games? I don't know. He's uh, there's there's two nerds that they 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 go to meet the nerds and there's a big fat nerd and there's the skinny nerd. It's the skinny crazy one that talks like told? this, yeah. Yeah, he's really good at giving that, that nerd voice. The really I very, I vaguely nasal. Remember, that scene. remember when I told you today when you're being annoying? Yeah, you're All being right. annoying. Not that I'm promising it's gonna get much better, but weekend geek, weekend geek, weekend geek. geek. Charles something. No, that's the character's name. Charles Foster Kane. 
Nobody can hear you, Paul. Nobody. That's okay. They feel it in their hearts. Paul was saying his name is Booger, but nobody can hear him. Uh, Let's start with uh, Leland Yee. Let's do that. Always Uh, a good place to start. Leland Yee, Democrat from San Francisco, was arrested on bribery and corruption charges, and his office was raided by the FBI. The FBI uh, took computers and documents from the uh, state senator's office and is being guarded by the California Highway Patrol and the Senate Sergeant at Arms. Uh, FBI also confirmed that it has raided homes and businesses in the Bay Area and Sacramento and made several arrests in connection with Yee's arrest. Uh, Yee, a Democrat who represents District 8 in San Francisco, was a candidate for Secretary of State. But Yee is best known as the author of the 2005 anti-video game law that banned the sale of mature-rated games to minors and attached a fine to retailers who made such sales. The law was put on hold by California courts shortly after it was signed into law by then-Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, the uh, battle took over the law eventually made its way to the U.S. Supreme Court in 2010, where it was struck down as being unconstitutional by the court. Right. That silence for the first half of that was people going, where's the geek? Where's the geek? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. It's, so it's, we're all waiting, baiting breath, yeah, waiting we, for the we, geek. We've talked about Leland Yee for, for years yeah. in this podcast because he keeps putting forward how Stupid violent bills. video games are destroying the, the world. I was, Meanwhile, waiting, I was waiting for them to reveal that the boxes were full of violent video games that he plays on a regular basis. That's what I was <laughs> you wish. For. That, yeah. that would have been a lot better No, ending. he was dealing in real like weapons. <laughs> yeah. Well, allegedly. I mean, they, they're still investigating, but yeah, dealing with real happens. weapons and <laughs> drugs and all sure. kinds of like sure really violent well, stuff as opposed the, to... It's the same as the, you know, the gays are horrible, except for this young intern who keeps sucking my cock. Right, right. No, you, it's like, exactly. I, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's the same <laughs> thing. I'll tell you what's <laughs> fucked up is uh, it just shows you Leland Yee, dirty as he might have been, just didn't quite have quite enough money to keep things in check because if you're hbc you can fucking launder billions with a b dollars worth of fucking uh drug money cartel money and get a slap on the wrist so he just didn't quite have enough money to pay off the right people you're probably right Apparently, if you have enough money, you can uh, have sex with your three-year-old, too, now. Oh, that was so disgusting, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to know this story. Yeah, it's just a, uh, it's a, he's an heir to the DuPont fortune, and he got a slap on the wrist, served no jail time. He was convicted of... Diddling his three-year-old. Yeah, and he got no jail time. Uh, apparently, because he has broken. billions of dollars. Yeah, everything's broken. The justice system is broken. Apparently, if you have enough money, you can buy a cupcake out of a vending machine. <laughs> Apparently, if you have enough money, you can buy a cupcake out of a person's asshole. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe that's the way to do the cupcakes. Maybe it, maybe it shouldn't yeah, be maybe cyanide. So. Huh? Maybe it should be something that sterilizes think, you. Paul, I, I don't think that's a cupcake. <laughs> you put enough icing on anything, it becomes a cupcake. Just because it's brown and chocolatey looking doesn't mean it's a cup that's frosted. By the way, his name is Curtis Armstrong, not Booger. Curtis Armstrong, Curtis that's Armstrong. it. Curtis Armstrong. Thank you, sir. I told you I had it on the tip of my tongue. A.K.A. Like, Booger. Booger. Booger Armstrong. <laughs> Curtis Armstrong, the Booger. Um, yeah, so gross. Uh, fuck you. Well, good, you got, law, you fuck got you, arrested. lawmakers. Fuck you, Leland Yee. You got yours. Oh, yeah. Eat a bag of dicks. Fuck you. I'm sure he will eventually. Yep. <laughs> Maybe. Who oh, knows? The, the stories. We've already heard rumblings that J.K. Rowling would be making her screenwriting debut with the adaptation of her 2001 Harry Potter spinoff book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. 
The book is technically a textbook on magical creatures, and the film adaptations will reportedly follow fictional magic zoologist Newt Scamander and his adventures to... That's really close to Luke Skywalker, isn't it? It is adventures to research and write the book. Set 70 years before the events of Harry Potter. Uh, Warner Brothers CEO uh, has confirmed to the New York Times that the project has grown into a trilogy of films. Of course it has, because everything does. The report calls the films mega movies. That's a thing now. And (laughs) notes that they will not be prequels or sequels to the existing Potter films, but just set in the same universe. You know what? If they do it right and they make the real focus on like let's get crazy magical, it could be good. Could be could fun. Be yeah, it could be fine. Whatever. Coming soon, the Monster Manual and the Fiendfolio movies. Dude, <laughs> I want to see a night. Hag. I would love the Fiendfolio movie. Wait, I've dated night hags. Hey, oh, got a cupcake out of one of them. <laughs> Again, I don't think that working was a on my night hags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, working on my night. Were you balling at Night Hack? Huh? Were you balling at Night Hack? <laughs> hey, hey, Superman, what are you doing later tonight? I was going to ball at Night Hack. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I'm, I'm down for that. All right, I'm a, up for that. I'm there's such a small audience no, just, for just the, the Night Hack for me. Sorry. Nerdy no Bob Seger cover band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, balling on a Night Hack. There's one you have only Balling one CD on of. a night hag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you have hundreds of thousands of CDs, but you only sell one of them. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? The best CDs you have, CDs balling. <laughs> CDs nuts balling on a night hag. Whoa. CDs nuts balling on a night hag. Balling. Balling on a night hag. Uh-huh. Hey, did we ever cover the like uh, E.T. Rock. cartridge thing? You did cover that, right? Was that? You did yeah, cover the week. E.T. cartridge thing. Concrete we, we, covered we, it. We talked about it Camera in the past. Uh, I didn't. There was kind of an update on it that they uh, they put they it on hold. They put on hold because for environmental reasons they can't dig down. Into okay, that was the one I wasn't sure if we'd yeah. cover that here. I've talked about that elsewhere. With who knows? It's crazy. But yeah, that's where those those uh, CDs are going. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, CDs nuts. And let's get the sadness out of the way. Screenwriter Lorenzo, uh, Lorenzo Semple Jr. has passed away. Uh, he was behind the rebooting of classic properties in ways kids could love on an adventure level and adults could enjoy for their campiness. Uh, some of his work includes the 1966 Batman, 1980 Flash Gordon, 1976 King Kong, and Sean Connery's aging James Bond in Never Say Never Again. Uh, he was also behind uh, Never Too Young to Die, that uh, horribly wonderful uh, was that like a James I, Bond Junior attempt? It kind of was. It had. Uh, Who what, was it? He was the. Wasn't he was the young. The the, the, he, no, the no. Glories. It was the uh, the guy from. Uh, shoot with the Joe Joey and the uh, Dave Coulier and Joey Lawrence. Oh no! What oh yes. Show? Right. Uh, it's uh, Full House. Yeah, it's yes. what's his name? Um, who was married to Rebecca Romaine Stamos? John Stamos. John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. star John Stamos. Mister. Uh, yeah. Dude, don't think he's not <laughs> Mister Rebecca Romaine Stamos. But the best he is. But yeah, it was basically She's... a a young James Bond kind of thing. But the best part was Gene Simmons as in drag <laughs> as the right. villain. That's the, what he calls covered this. This, this is on. Uh, it's the on one of the, of the best of the worst. Yeah, one of the first best of the worst. It's I, really I, I re- funny. I remember renting this movie when I was younger and actually owning it, recording it over because it was so just. <laughs> you recorded crazy. over it? No, I know I recorded. You know, you had the v- two VCRs back then. You oh, could, you made a copy of yeah, it. Yeah, made Duped a copy it. of it. Why? 
Because it was I, so insane. Because well, I what, was. Did you have to spread that out. Who are you giving that to? I was like ten. No, it was for myself. He was afraid you of losing one. Backup. I no, rent. I rented. rented a movie. Oh, you rented and, and made a bootleg copy. copy. I got you. As I did I with all my rentals. Oh, okay. So time. you had a library. That's cool. Yeah. Even yeah. if the statute of limitations wasn't gone on that, I'm pretty sure they won't convict you on that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. concerned no. on that one. In fact, they might give me money for watching. I don't that. think but anybody cares what happens to VHS tapes now. It's really. pretty great. That's where that's that's where our future entertainment's going to come from. VHS, VHS tapes. Yep. Because it's so under the radar, right? Keep, hey man, keep because they're sharing the circulating the tapes, yeah, baby. Zia didn't want the ones I had. <laughs> Understandable. Hey, All right, here I comes. Had. I know what you had. <laughs> here comes fifty <laughs> copies of Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> that is a solid bit of entertainment. Oh boy! Oh, fifty copies. <laughs> the hits just keep on coming. Fox and director Josh Trank have cast Toby Kebel in the villainous role of Doctor Doom for their Fantastic Four reboot. Cabell uh, has had a good Best amount known of for strong... being wheelchair bound. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> he was in supporting roles in uh, Wrath of the Titans, Rock and Rolla, War Horse, The East, and Legendary Pictures' upcoming adaptation of Warcraft. Uh, Cabell will join uh, Miles Teller, Kate Mara, who I do like, uh, Michael B. Jordan, and Jamie Bell in the reboot, uh, scheduled to shoot this spring. Uh, movie will be based on the Marvel comic, The Ultimate Fantastic Four. If you can tell from the casting, it's oh. focusing on the younger versions of the characters. Interesting. In the ultimate version, is Doom's face screwed up, or are they going to go the same way they did with the... Uh, the he gets a mask. I, he, uh, yeah, It's I don't, not dissimilar. But I don't know what they're going to do with this. When, did, uh, you, did you read Ultimate Fantastic no, Four? No, I didn't, but I remember in the movie, it's like, gosh, Dr. Doom is a pretty-looking fellow. No, yeah. Nothing wrong no, with his face not, at all. It's not that... No, it's... Okay, Ultimate Fantastic Four... Was, was a good run. Really good. It's the origin of the zombie Marvel universe. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yes, because Reed, in an attempt to create the, um, the uh, what do they call that holding pen for all the criminals? The negative zone. Negative zone, yeah. In an attempt to discover a spot to put the ne- for the negative zone, he discovers the zombie universe. And uh, at one point, they get loose and, it, and infect our world, and it's really cool. That's a, a humorous concept to me that there's zombies a, that there's a zombie universe it's interesting man it's, re- it's actually other, it's, there's right. a whole other universe that's just entirely populated by zombies right i have the marvel zombie stuff i'll give it to you that's sure. a very funny idea to me it, it is a funny idea but well have, executed you have to have lived first to become a zombie but well so, no not in this in this so, sense so, they just they just are zombies uh, yeah they don't get too. They're deeply. still intelligent, but they they crave flesh. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's like they're. Oh, they're, so it's not like zombies. They're not zombies we, like you know it. No, not like the undead zombies. No, it's like a of. universe populated by undead people, like born undead, rotting. <laughs> think of a more of an alien. It's a funny right. concept. Yeah. It is. It is really interesting. And like like Spider Man's all fucking gross, and Wolverine's like the worst of them. Which is yeah. weird because you would have thought Wolverine would have been the one whose healing ability would have saved his ass. But I, I, nope. I remember seeing that and like Wolverine was there right after that. Like ah. Okay. I don't remember. How did they explain? There's they no didn't need really to heal explain it, that, did they? Uh, they probably eventually in did world. in the multitudes that, that came out but afterwards when they started yeah, diluting it. It, it really but, got, yeah, it got really crazy. But when it first came out, just in that storyline, like was, I have those books, the first six or so chapters of Ultimate FF, because I bought them in single issue first, and then I went back and got the, uh, oh, God, oh, trades. Christ. Uh, because they're really good. <laughs> the trades are really you good. You aimed that I into the know. mic. Yeah, How do you spell that? Huh? How do you, you spell that you on the book? You don't. You don't. I don't know. You don't. 
<laughs> don't don't say it again or it'll come it'll come back. You say that it's, three times yeah, that's right. into like, a mirror and we're that, all dead. Yeah, that that and fucking Cthulhu, here you go. Vomity Mary shows up. Yeah, <laughs> Vomity Mary, Vomity Mary, Vomity Mary. Oh no! Vomity Mary, Vomity Mary. Stiff as a board, Vomity Mary. Stiff as a board, Vomity Mary. Diarrhea Dave. Diarrhea Dave. Diarrhea Dave. Diarrhea Dave. Oh, there he is. He's here. He's here. He shot out of my ass at green velocity. Diarrhea David. Diarrhea David. Diarrhea Dave. They're a perfect couple, but what a horrible wedding. And you don't want the cupcakes. Would that be the brown? No, don't eat the cupcakes. Would that be the brown? wedding then at the vomity mary and D- diarrhea dave <laughs> wedding oh boy uh well you should have seen the cake topper uh, <laughs> Woo! what a fucking mess perfect. they claimed it was chocolate and strawberry a perfect and like, i don't fucking trust it a perfect dairy queen spiral <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> you two, gotta spin the dog for that. Two girls, Vomity Mary and Diarrhea Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vomity Mary. What is, what is uh, Dave's diary like? What is his diary? The diary of Dave. The diary of Dave. <laughs> That's what I kept hearing you say. Dave diary. Dave diary. Diarrhea Dave. Diarrhea of Dave. No, it's diary. Yeah, he writes his diary in diarrhea. Diarrhea. He keeps. He keeps it. He keeps a diary a day. A daily diarrhea diary. Oh, fact check. You're like, why is that so funny? <laughs> diary of Dave. Who cares? Who's Dave? This doesn't make any sense. What the hell are you talking about? It's a about? diary-ery. Hey, I journal. What's wrong with it? Dear dear journal. <laughs> diary-ery. Day 20, it keeps coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I like the movie. Kevin Klein was entertaining, but the diary of Dave. I should so lock funny. this book, but I can't. I can't lock it. I can never stop. Did you guys? Did I ever tell you guys about that sketch I wrote called "Uncontrollable Candy Diarrhea Man"? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so I wrote this sketch called "Uncontrollable Candy Diarrhea Man," is which it I semi- think is fucking a is scream. Is it semi-autobiographical? It is. It is. It's a really diarrhea. That I've really we go back. So anyway, did you have um, to change the sign? Uh, what? Did you have to change the sign? Did I have to change it? Not this week. I escaped the wrath this week. This week was pretty good. For the most part, regular BMs. Capriotis, solid. Um, so that's one I can trust. I don't have to turn my back on Capriotis. Um, not yet. But not yet. But uh, so anyway, so uncontrollable candy diarrhea man. He's in his uh, he's in his lair. And, uh, and he's got this assistant named, oh, what was his assistant? His, name, his assistant's name is Stains. Okay. So Stains is his assistant. And Stains comes in and he's got. Stains on his shirt. He wears a full gray tracksuit. He's got stains on his shirt. Shit. He's like, "Hey, uncontrollable candy diarrhea man." He's like, "Are you ready to?" Oh! Like, as soon as he, he'll start to talk, and then mid mid sentence he'll just go, "Oh!" And he'll get terrible uncontrollable candy diarrhea. But what it is? It's it's fully wrapped candies, fully wrapped chocolates, right? And candies, and, and so they catch him, and they're like, "Oh, that's great!" And then. <laughs> and then how do you make that sound effect and he's, he's just oh and then and then and then it's like a real hit at parties and then it turns out there's a there's a crazy bomber on the loose right uh and this crazy bomber has to be stopped so he's like stains go get the uncontrollable candy diarrhea man unicycle 
tandem unicycle. He's like, oh, tandem okay. Unicycle. So yeah, so he's like, so he's I like, that's called a bicycle. No, it's a tandem <laughs> unicycle. It's a double stacked unicycle. It's got two seats vertically. So and it's a, and it's a unicycle. And so Staines is like, can I ride on the top? And he's like, no, my young ward. And he's like, oh damn it. There we go. And so there we go. Uh, so he's up on top. And it's sure enough, he's like, there. Let's oh! go to the. Oh! And it's like, oh no! And it starts Every to go. He's like, he's like, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm starting to run out of wrappers. So, <laughs> so it just becomes a stream of chocolate, and then it just becomes <laughs> diarrhea. And he's just, and he's just shitting on his on. <laughs> on his assistant on this unicycle uncontrollably and they're trying to ride to the bomber and the bomber's like aha uncontrollable candy diarrhea man i'm gonna fuck your shit up now and he throws the bomb and an uncontrollable candy diarrhea man has to go sit on it and shove it up his butt to stop it but he can't i can't remember how it ends I got I got it written I have it on my computer. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> but the real but the real crux of it Hopefully was it the way abruptly. Staines is just so upset that he always has to ride on the bottom <laughs> of the uncontrollable candy diarrhea man now, unicycle. I understand you wrote this sketch. Can I have my I know own? it's never been produced. But, I mean it's never been produced. Don't you wish you had the money to produce it? Yes. <laughs> Not so you could produce it, so you'd have that much money to pull off that right. special yeah, effect. Exactly. Can I my own I just want the money. That's all I'm at. Like one unicycle. Like, exactly. We each have our own unicycle. That's the, the be real so horrible. The real game and joke of that whole scene is that he's forced to ride. The, what nope, a dumb nope. idea no, all right. to I'll make get, it a unicycle. Can I get it on top, like your least. superpower is uncontrollable shitting, and you build a unicycle <laughs> where people are going to get shit on all the time. Just dumb move. But he doesn't see it that way. Yeah. But the oh, I remember I how it ends. It all I remember well. how it ends. Perhaps not. I remember how it ends. So the bomber candy. sees him start to shit. Uncontrolled, and he gets sick. He vomits. So it is. It is. He gets really sickened and ha- and and ends up blowing himself up because he can't stand the sight of him shitting all over his assistant. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's how it ended. It was so, a quite a scene. So it's a classy ending. Yeah, you're oh. <laughs> through the end. You're you're picturing this as a lifetime movie. It was more okay. of an SNL sketch. <laughs> Much more interesting than anything I have here. This is great. <laughs> Uncontrollable candy diarrhea man. TM. <laughs> A totally original idea. A totally original idea. idea. I gotta say, I don't think a lot of people are thinking about it. (laughs) Candy diarrhea man that has a unicycle. I'm I'm gonna guess that's I got your contribution to the world. We gotta give you that one. We gotta gotta give you that that one. one. (laughs) Poor Dave. (sighs) The diarrhea Dave. (laughs) The diary of Dave. That'd be a really funny (laughs) sketch too. When it's called the diary of Dave, the diary of Dave, but everybody thinks he has diarrhea. And he's like, no, it's. I'm how, writing my how's, diary. How's your? How you doing, man? You okay? I'm uh, fine. Why? I, I what? just. I hear you've been having some intestinal problems. No, I don't have but diarrhea. No, I'm yeah. writing the diary of Dave. Yeah, no, that's what I hear. That's no, terrible. Diary of Dave. Perhaps if you change oh, your diet, a boy. little more roughage no, or something. No, I'm fine. Just, it seems like I have healthy. solid BMs. And I'm always it's, impressed how clean you keep because we never smell. Yeah, it. look, really. guys, diary of Dave. Uh, yes. Diary of Dave we, is what I'm. Oh boy, dear diary of Dave. You'll never guess what happened today. More people think I'm shitting myself all the time. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. It's because I eat cat litter. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Jesus. You weren't even next to it and you knocked shit over. I hit it with the... Oh, there we go. He whipped it. Whipped it good. Michael Chiklis. Chiklis? Chiklis? Who starred in FX award-winning cop drama. None for me. (laughs) 
Get out of my face, baby. Balin Chickless? Chickless? Michael Chickless? Michael Chickless? <laughs> hey? Hey? What? You're actually selling Michael Chickless? That'd be a funny sketch. be only two minutes and uh, 30 seconds long. Yeah. Chickless? Chickless? What, what an end. Huh? Right? But, yeah. Right, 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 right. It'd be a Chickless? 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 Come on, buy me, man. <laughs> That's give this kid, this kid uh, fucking hungry. Use some gum. Uh, let's see <laughs> no, here. No, no fucking gum. You get a zebra you get stripe. Emmy nominated. You get Emmy winning actor. <laughs> <laughs> you get the commish in this deal. And then the secondary sketches where you buy him and punch him for playing Double the thing. bubble. <laughs> well, Michael Chiklis will be starring in American Horror Story Carnival. Ooh. He'll reportedly play the ex-husband to Kathy Bates' character and father to Evan Peters' character in, Amer- in uh, American Horror Story. New season will be set in 1950s Florida, follows one of the last remaining carnival freak shows in the country. Mm, so all of a sudden, cool. the pedigree of this one just of went us. way up. Because I love of that us. Are we liking that show, or do you like it? I really, uh, uh, as I said I before, give it more time. It is a little full of itself. It looks very pretentious. Yeah, yeah. Yes, very pretentious, but... but that, that's not so a bad thing. That's it not, when it yeah. comes down to the end of it, it actually adds to the story. And I've only seen the first season, but I really enjoyed that first season. And oh, now that good. I think of I apologize for the Michael Chiklis career. The Fantastic Four wasn't his fault. It was not his no. fault. No, he was he fine. Was he was probably yeah. the best thing in it. He is, well, no, Johnny Storm was the best thing in it. But he's one of the more entertaining things in it. But that yeah. character is... A f- uh, the banter between the Storm, uh, Johnny Storm and the Thing was, was, was straight out of the comic book. Yeah. That was solid. You know, two really good actors doing that. Yeah. Those just, other two the, just the were rest terrible were actors. Just, yeah. Well, and I thought they did a better job with... Uh, they did... It was an interesting character. The His struggle of not wanting to be who he is and all that. And yeah. He dealt with it well. And The Shield is one of my favorite shows of all the time. The Shield is so fucking good. My wife still yeah, refuses to watch the ending. Because she loves um, what's his name so much, um, Goggins? Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Who doesn't? She, man? Oh well, yeah, he's awesome. But God, that guy's my good. wife has a crazy boner for him. That's all right. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm not really into cop shows, but man, for a cop show to make my top three favorite shows of all time, it is it hell. is that fucking good. And it is a probably really the good best, show. The probably the best ending to any show I've ever seen, except for yeah. maybe The Wire. Which well, the wire, but you do. know what? I think it even beats the wire's ending. The wire wrapped everything up well, very nicely. Careful, I'm but, about to watch that. So, oh, the wire's I'm, there's no <coughs> way to spoil the wire. Just yeah. go watch the fucking wire. Alrighty then. I don't mind you spoiling shit. I'm never gonna watch like Lost, but I, I intend to watch the wire. <laughs> there's no, there's no spoiling Lost. It comes to you spoiled. <laughs> it's like a rotten dick meat. It's like you go to the counter. No, and you're like, well, no, Lost. As we've said before, Lost is a prime example. That was two seasons of show, and they made what seven out of it. Right. It's rotten dick meat. Had it been two seasons, you would have loved it. I I you know loved I mean? it up to season four. Well, no, but I mean, had they concluded it the way right. they concluded it, the second season, you would have been yep. like, "Well, that was an awesome ride." Sure. Yep. In in twenty four sure. forty eight episodes, we right. went on this crazy ride. Sure. What a great thing! It'd be plenty. Yeah, yep. it would have been so enough. I could watch the first two episodes and stop from ten to. No, that's ended. the problem. Is uh, no, it needs to have the conclusion. Just don't watch that fucking show. I still have yet to see the end of it. So I, I got through five episodes. I'm like, eh, not for me. Don't watch that fucking show. Yeah, be fine. It gets way better, but then it gets terrible. <laughs> No, when a polar bear showed up, I was like, "All right, that's it." It gets really weird, and, and, and none of it. None the first of, time ooh, I watched nothing it, nothing pays off. Nothing pays off. Thompson, the guy from Thor: The Bus Up, and, um, he recommended I watch the Angley Hulk and skip the first half hour. He says you start and, it, you start it, you skip all the college stuff because all that stuff gets hammered home and repeated again in the the rest of the movie. And he was right. I watched it that way. And I'm like, I don't think I'm missing anything. And I went back and watched it. It's the not stuff that good, though. It's just not that good. No. 
I don't better, know. I, I it's never it's thought it was that bad. It's fine. You know, I like it. The, the one they did after movie. it was much better, but I like that one. The, yeah, yeah, the Edward Norton one's better, but it's a silly movie. The Ang Lee one is just silly. It's it fun. Uh, speaking of silly, MGM said that it is developing a new Pink Panther movie, mm-hmm. a live action slash animated hybrid that will mm-hmm. take its cues from the tone set by the original Fritz Freeling and David D. Pattier mm-hmm. cartoons, in addition to that of the Blake Edwards films, which means the focus will be on the Pink Panther character itself more than Inspector Clouseau, mm-hmm. who took over the spotlight for the Edwards movies thanks to Peter Sellers' creation of one of the most iconic comedy characters of all the time. The Pink Panther was a jewel thief. The Pink Panther... No, the Pink Panther was the jewel. Right. The Pink Panther... Well, in the Blake Edwards movie. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, thank you. But in the cartoons, there was literally a Pink yeah, Panther. Yeah. But the Pink Panther cartoon character is introduced in the credits. Yeah. Opening of credits the, of the of Pink the Blake Panther Edwards movie. films. Got it. That's fucking weird. So and they're you know, kind of combining the two. And on a side Are note... Are they going to have an Owens Corning crossover, did, too? Did anyone here <laughs> see the, the Steve Martin Pink Panther? I never did. did. Yeah. I, I, I never saw the second one. The first one, okay, let me just get this out here. Steve Martin, I think, is a brilliant, brilliant comedian as well as writer, director, yeah, etc. I just did not, I could he not like him that, in this film. And, it, it. and I don't think it was necessarily his fault per se. Check, I think man. it was just, it's difficult to recapture that, the new house. that iconic yeah. character. He was trying to do his version of Peter Sellers uh, yeah, doing that exactly. character. It's like he was doing an impression throughout it the whole failed. movie. But it also it, felt it like he was doing just his, his weirdo bits from uh, uh, Two Idiots or whatever that fucking movie was called. You're talking about the Dirty jerk? Rotten Scoundrels? No, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, I yeah. Called it two idiots. <laughs> you know, not even because. Call, because how did you get there? How did you it. do that? Fact check that is like he could not have been any farther he, from. We have, we have collaborated on enough stuff. He knows how my brain works now. He can see into two the mechanics. Idiots. There's like one idiot character in the movie uh, for like. 15 minutes of the movie like <laughs> the two idiots we oh put, dirty rotten scandal <laughs> uh i'm gonna say again i'm friday still, fish fry I'm, oh you mean district nine i'm still in the, <laughs> you see i'm thinking two idiots you know you got the jerk where he, he and the girlfriend are complete morons i'm That's still where I'm i was going. thinking all of me lily tomlin oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm still in the middle of listening to uh jack handy's new book um, the stench of Honolulu, and it really cracks me up. But he has these little anecdotes. His character talked about this show that I want to read his, that one. His fa- I've got the audio book. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, and he talks about um, this show called The Two Stupid Idiots, and he keeps bringing up old episodes of The Two Stupid Idiots, and it's just that I just think it's fucking funny. I can't find my pants. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. Oh, you did see it. No, you didn't. What? I am Lego. so confused. The Lego movie I haven't seen oh, okay. yet. No. no. Where's my pants? That's the most popular show in the Lego world is Where's My Pants? I like that. Yeah. Um, back to what you were saying, though. Um, Steve Martin and A. Murphy need to stop doing remakes in children's movies. Well, but see, but Martin has done other stuff and, and, and just fine. I just, for some reason, that yeah, little. The Pink Panther one didn't quite that work. Just, well, Steve Martin just, is now almost 70, right? He's, you know what? He's happy playing his bluegrass. And, his uh, and Eddie I Murphy is almost that, 70. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy is like 84. Four? 87? 92? <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Murphy doesn't bother me, but Martin because. What? Eddie Murphy is in his 50s. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I've seen that old age. Yeah. It's like in his late 50s. <laughs> I mean, late 50s, early 60s. Black at don't most. crack, but he's up there. <laughs> he's got to be pushing 95. Yeah. 
Easily. No, yeah, he was Eddie Murphy's he, problem is <laughs> Eddie Murphy's problem singular. singular. Prostate. Prostate. Eddie Murphy has gone from <laughs> transgender from prostitutes. Just those are that's his one problem. Performing like who he as Eddie Murphy, the real person, would react in a situation. Like if you look at him in the Beverly Hills Cop movies, you know, it's pretty straightforward most of the time, and then he plays the occasional silly joke or does the, the accent to get through whatever the situation is. Now, Eddie Murphy is the silly anecdote or the silly voice throughout the whole movie, and there's mm-hmm. just no realism to his performance. But that doesn't bother all. me as much as Steve Martin's stuff, because Steve Martin can do brilliant stuff like The Spanish Prisoner. And, you know what? And, uh, as well, those are I his passion projects. That first, that first uh, Nutty Professor, I really liked that movie. Really? It's all right. It was good. Yeah, it's I thought charming. that was good. What you yeah. think of Norbit? Didn't love it. Oh, fucking Norbit. What are you talking about? Come on. Get out of here. Nobody watching that. You know what was great? Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. Oh, Bowfinger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bowfinger was amazing. So good. Yeah, that was right. Steve Martin, too. Chubby right Rain. That's what I'm saying. So those motherfuckers just need to work on projects together. <laughs> it is. They, they yin and yang each other. Right. Yeah, it's like Gene, that's what I call balling. It's like Gene. <laughs> Wild, it's like Gene Wilder and uh, Pryor. Yeah, yeah, a little Richard bit. Pryor, some of their yeah. best shit. Yeah, yeah, they need each other to balance each other out. Oh Makes man, sense. I want to watch all those Gene Wilder and Pryor movies. They're again on now. Netflix now. Silver Street. Yeah. See no evil, hear no evil. Just got on Netflix. That is such a good Stir fucking movie. Crazy. Menseria. <laughs> we can't have Menseria. <laughs> I used the condom. <laughs> <laughs> Silver Streak too, with the whole yeah. uh, Gene Wilder trying to be black. And Silver Streak is a decent action <laughs> film too. Yeah. In, in parts, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But that whole thing of him yeah. trying to be black in that train station, crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Out of control. Too much, too much. Uh, blaster put this little antidote. Not so much a uh, blaster. Uh, blaster is a uh, a sci-fi. An Autobot. It's the Sci-Fi Channel Sci-Fi News. He's an Autobot. How they get that? No, not Master Blaster. Actually, no, Blaster is yeah, an Autobot. Uh, blaster. blaster is the term they used in the 30s for balling. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's blaster. Hey, Superman, what are you doing later tonight? Uh, just a little I'm gonna blaster. <laughs> it's old juke joint slime. Just gonna juke blaster joint. that chick. I'm gonna blaster. I'm gonna blaster after I go do some balling. Blaster batter. I'm gonna blaster with batter. No, he's gonna batter blaster. Batter blaster. <laughs> gonna blaster those pins. Oh, order your batter blaster. You ever see that the little little? Yeah, the batter blaster. Thing, the batter yeah. blaster. <laughs> Did I ever? Huh. Stupid Arrow. until you use it as it's intended. Hey, <laughs> uh, back in the 1970s, uh, Star Wars was a risky gamble by George Lucas, so his buddy Steven Spielberg made a bet with him. Uh, Lucas was wrapping up Star Wars A New Hope at the about the same time Spielberg was shooting his massive hit, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Lucas stopped by to check out the shoot and was so impressed that he got a little anxious that his sci-fi epic might fall flat on its face. So the two decided to trade some points in the respective film's earnings. The two agreed to give one another 2.5 points from the stake in their films, essentially meaning that whoever did the best would owe the other guy a slice of the pie. Considering Spielberg was a commodity fresh off of the box office juggernaut Jaws, yeah. while Lucas was still relatively unproven, it seemed like the odds were in Lucas's uh, favor at the time. Close Encounters was a hit, but it pales in comparison to the approximately $775 million Lucas's movie generated. So how much has that little handshake agreement cost Lucas at this point? Uh, Yahoo estimates the number at about $40 million off that little handshake agreement. So, I, wonder if you ever I never knew it. that Spielberg had a piece of Star Wars. 
you think that was just like that they ever really cashed in on it, or they're just saying that that's what it would be worth had he, in the end, actually paid it out? Close Encounters is a better movie. I said it. You said it. Yeah, I'm saying it makes it true. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's definitely no. a deeper film. It's a for better sure. movie. Yeah. It's a better movie. It's, a, it's a de- definitely a deeper than movie. Star Wars I like them both. The New Hope. Uh, when you said the New Hope, but the, I, uh, yeah, it's good, but uh. this means something. <laughs> yeah, it does. See, when you said there was a bet, I was assuming it was going to be that Lucas had lost it, and Jar Jar Binks was what happened because of the bet. Well, I, I think what happened was fucking new, that Indiana Jones. God, that movie's so bad. Which movie? Crystal Skull. Oh. Yeah. The, now, ru- I, the rumor is they're looking for, they're casting for a younger Indiana Jones for their next picture. I heard the what's same his time. Name? I mean, I'll say this. Uh, oh, what's his name? I love what's his name. Yeah, you know exactly who I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, who's his face? Yeah. In the movie. The, guy, uh, the thing. Two idiots. The, uh, no, no, no. No, the, the, the Sunset Diaries. <laughs> Not diary Sunset Diaries. You made that up. You're no. still movie. What's it called? <laughs> Stop diary making up movies. It's not Sunset Diaries. It's diary called, Dave? Uh, it's called... Uh, diary of Dave, yes. Oh, uh, Handbook Handbook of Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburglar's Happiness? Steel, 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 <laughs> Steelmaker's Playbook? <laughs> the Steelman Playbook. The what steel, the hell are you what's talking it called? about? Silver Lining Playbook? Silver Lining Playbook. <laughs> 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 it's like the fucking horse whisperer with Paul. I tell you, man. <laughs> you had to keep spiraling around that one to get somewhere near the target. What's that guy's fucking name? <laughs> Never enter a movie trivia competition. Bradley What's Cooper? that guy's name? Is that Bradley Cooper? Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper. Yeah, was, was rumored to be the next Indiana Jones. Uh, he'd be an okay Indiana Jones. I'd be okay R- with rumored that. to be interested in the role. I don't know that it would actually go forward, but I'd be cool with it. No, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Totally, if you charted that, just be a big spiral going closer and closer. <laughs> handbreakers calculus. <laughs> that's what I. Handbreakers calculus. That's what it was. Handbreakers uh, calculus. With Angelina, like album Angelina by, uh, jo- Joe Lawrence. What's her name? <laughs> Angelina <laughs> Joe Lawrence. <laughs> you mean Nicole See, now Kidman? She's doing it on purpose. Nicole I'm sorry. Kidman. SFV. I'm sorry. SMV. SFV. FUV. Science Fair Volcano. Science Fair Volcano. <laughs> Uh, Microsoft has announced that Phil Spencer is taking over as head of the company's Xbox division. I'm actually excited about this. The former chief of Microsoft Studios will now be leading the division as well as the entire Xbox business. Just a few weeks ago? No. No, I was thinking of somebody else. else. Who's that? That place has been. uh, They have been. Who left? Shedding in the turmoil over there. Things have been uh, in a flux. Uh, It wasn't Phil Spencer who left? It was not Phil Spencer, no. Oh, it was Phil Spencer. There's there's been kind of a, 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 a mutual max exodus as well as kind of pushing out some of the old guard that are really responsible for Microsoft getting Is Phil Spencer the guy who was at Sony for a while? No. Who am I thinking of? You know, bald sound. I see see his face. You really think you can Phil Spector? The bald guy. No, the bald guy. You know who I'm talking about. Man, Go on. Charles Xavier? Steve Ballmer that was the... No, Steve Ballmer just left too, right? Yeah, he left. Steve, Steve Baller. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what are you doing later tonight, Superman? Steve Baller, <laughs> gross. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm taking one for the team. Let's get a blast. I'm just gonna pancake blast. Was a Johnny Fucker faster joke? <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna pancake blast Steve Baller. What's oh, so boy. bad about that? Nothing. It's legal. Uh, Spencer says that he will Windows employ. Seven. 
a gaming-first philosophy at the Microsoft division, making sure that the video games are the most important component of the Xbox I'll One. I believe it when I see it. I uh, actually believe him when he says this. Mic- at least that's the intention. Microsoft's Xbox division has been without a single official leader since Don Matrick left the company in July that's the last year that's to join Zynga of. as CEO. So, so it's, they, been, they, eight it's been leaderless all this time. It's been eight months yeah. since anybody's really been steering They need ship. to bring Jay Allard back. Oh, yeah. Wow. I don't think he'd that'd come be, back. That'd be nutty, though. But he'd be good. Yeah. No, I'm sure Do you have more of the story there, too? Not or? not really, so go ahead. Um, and well, I was just going to say, uh, cause, uh, what I did the, in the one-on-one interview they had with him on Engadget, uh, he talked about how uh, he said the uh, when they were in discussions for him to become the head of Xbox, uh, Naya Sadar, I think is his name. It's the new Microsoft CEO. Naya Sadar? Um, <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Nice. Of the prophecy? <laughs> no. Nice. At any rate. I am Naya Sadar. Nice. And this day I rise to take my place at the throne of Kubla Krek. Nice. One of his. Naya Sadar rules all. Bow before the reign of Sadar. No, no, no. That was uh, the uh, Sunni and Khan's right-hand man. <laughs> Sunni and Khan? Khan, Nuni, and Singh? Thank you. Nuni and San. Oh, you know, it's kind of the opposite happening there. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Naya Sadar will have you the revenge. On a side note, all the Xbox we've been saying, will the fall Xbox and be mine. The Xbox One turned itself on in this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> didn't it? Because I said uh, Naya Sadar. Oh, shit. Holy crap. Naya Sadar is, is the trouble. secret code. That is bad news. Oh, don't do that, man. Oh, now it's doing filmed. other weird shit. We're being filmed right now. <laughs> oh, fuck you, NSA. Hey, NSA, Naya Sadar. Stop saying that. You're going to summon Vomity Mary. <laughs> Bobby Mary, Bobby Mary. <laughs> Diary of David, Diary of David. I mean, Diary of David, Diary of David. Well we, ah. well, we can all rest easy knowing that the only view that the Connect uh, has is of my ample ass. Uh, ample so. ass. <laughs> my uh, ample ass. Jeff, you were saying so, something. Yes. Uh, Spencer made a stipulation for taking this job as the head of the, the uh. entire Xbox division, as saying that he wanted a seat on the... On the board with the not not on the, but the board that's in charge of Microsoft as far as like products. Okay. So you have the the head of Windows and Windows Phone. You have uh, now Xbox as well as uh, your other uh, computer two division. I'm sorry, that, the computer division that they're working on. So because prior to this, I guess the Xbox was always treated as kind of a redhead side child project, and so a lot of. Uh, you know, directors would come down to Xbox from higher up, and then they would have to implement them. So now he has an equal say in what happens with Xbox from here okay. on on out. So oh, I'm hopeful for this, and and he's hoping that because of being um, involved with all these other projects now, or I mean, with these other heads, that there'll be more synergy in the you know product development. Uh, so Showtime synergy. Oh, synergy! I'm obsessed yeah. now with the idea. So, yeah, I, I think it's actually going to be a great uh, a great great thing for the future of the it Xbox. gives me hope yeah absolutely hope. and because he is a game guy yeah, i mean exactly. he, he, is, he comes up from games yeah he's been a programmer you know director etc i don't know man i think for this generation it's too little too late as far as xbox goes 
Yeah, well, they, they, How it's, is it too little, too late? It's, they still have time. Their sales are just fine. We're not even six months into this new generation. I mean, Sony is beating them, but I don't feel they're like stay, they're, they're they're keeping a good pace. It doesn't feel like they're that far behind. And the best, they're about two hundred thousand units. I just behind. feel philosophically that the way that machine is constructed, it is so. It's about so much more than games that it's always going to be a diluted experience. Per, well, it, I think it started out that way, but it depends what people want it for. Right. Could, but the and Xbox, the, the 360 is... 360 is still awesome. But I know, that's just, but there's so much more there than way. games. And it didn't. And Xbox 360 yeah. st- started out with its share of problems right. and no, necessary See, the difference too. is they slowly slid the cock into Paul's ass with the 360. <laughs> it's true. Paul feels like right now the Xbox One is just shoving it right in there. Well, I'm not going to buy that system for a long, long time. Yeah, That's okay. He's, well, he's had enough cock in that. Ass. But um, uh, the... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I don't know. Fuck. Twitch is awesome. That's all I get distracted by the dry anal rape? Come on. A Twitch. Twitch is it. Twitch is my favorite thing. Like his anus is ever dry. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, there are waterfalls that are drier. Uh, one of the waterfalls. Best, oh, self lubricating. One of the best reviews that I I read on Niagara this current Falls gen is drier than my butthole systems is that they're works in progress. They're always capable of doing more with software updates and sure. and feature expansion. That planet so, where all the clones got made. So the fact that drier than my asshole. What's that place fucking called? Nassini? Uh, like Gola Gola? Somebody Naya Safara? What's it fucking called? The Water World. Come up with Khan's real name. Why are you looking at me? Come on. What's that fucking world called? Camino. Camino is drier than my asshole. It was a that's valiant effort. It was a valiant effort, Jeff. That's you, the name of your next valiant. book. Camino is drier than my asshole. Yes. The sequel to uh, the yeah, the well, science the, fair volcano. Science fair volcano. Well, my <laughs> point that I was trying to make for you, Paul, is that. The both companies are now intently listening to what customers have for feedback to them on the consoles and what they right. can do now, what they would like them to do, what they have issues with now. Yes. And both Sony and Microsoft are actively working to improve these consoles and make them. So in this sense, this is a true next-generation console because the 360 is not capable of really being upgraded at this point. It's about the max of its it's, capability. These two consoles have a lot of capacity that is not being utilized because they're still works in progress. But a lot of the updates that they're doing right now a lot of the things fans are demanding and the and the consumers are asking for are last generation staples. The kinds of connectivity, the kinds of party chat matching, sure. the kinds of all that kind, a, a lot of this shit stuff was, they fixed along the way at the 360 right, was they had already fixed it there this. in the 360 it is there it is I mean that you can't watch Twitch on right. the 360 yet or on the Xbox 1 yet. Right. Yes you can. No you can't. Yes you can. No. When did it that was, fix last week? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. last week. Well, like two weeks ago, oh, well, three weeks well, ago. But, but what is that? Yeah. Why does it not launch with every piece of of stuff that the 360 well, but, but, has? Because it's an entirely but, new system. No, no, no. By, by, by what you were saying, though, Xbox 360 didn't launch with party chats right? and nope. party creation for you're that right. matter. So, Do you know what Twitch is? So if you're going to go for... Vaguely. You know, gamer if, if you give it yeah. the amount of years the Xbox 360 took to get that, you give it that many years, you're going right. to have All right, five a, years from now, maybe the Xbox is something. But in less than Xbox six months, they've already added a lot of the stuff that <clears throat> took years for the 360 to get. 
My point, my only point is, yes, I understand that, but the, it's already on the 360. Yeah. Right now. You don't need what the Xbox One has to offer. Right now, the 360 is a much more viable option for most people, and certainly for most gamers. Mm-hmm. It is a more, and I, just, I sure. don't understand well, why it's so similar. many of those things weren't just incorporated right yeah. into the construction of the new uh, And that's a lot, a lot of people do have that same question, and right. for a good reason. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. Well, it's, but usually it's within, the, within it's, the first year... It's going to take at least a year to get the console to be what. I mean, I understand that like the new system can't play the old games because the just the processing is architecture and all that. I get that, but like he's saying, you know, people love these features that can be easily included in this new system. Why wouldn't you just have them? Part of it is because they were trying to break so hard from the old model. Yeah. And also, they were trying to get the consoles out. But yeah. then they got caught with their dick in their hand. In time. And also, part of the problem is they made stuff that was integrated full programs into individual partial program applications. Like, right. uh, achievements is no longer a cross-console integration. It's its own program. So to open up your achievements, you have to close the program you're dealing with. It's So it's it's. Oh, weird. that's weird. Yeah, That's so, clumsy. But... And Again, it, these it, are things that are going to get addressed. But it's not time. unique to either console. Both consoles do it that way. Yeah. Because yeah. so. I wanted to look at my awards on the, the PS4 the other day, and I had to back out of the game to go do that. I'm sure in the long run, it's a more efficient use of the space and of the capacity. Yeah, there is the, a reason they yeah. did this. There's and no it's it's just it, another and example of... we just have to figure out how this system works. Engineers designing a system. A system. <laughs> software engineers... You know, hardware engineers, I should say, designing a system. Software engineers designing the operating system for this, and then them both working together to add the features that people want. And sometimes it's not as easy to do right off the bat as we would like it to be because it is a complex new system. It is easier in some ways to program than previous generation consoles, but they're still trying to figure out the little programming tricks that make things uh, work not just well, but faster. So, I mean, it but just, to me, it just it's a, takes time. I understand both sides of that, but I think, yeah, there are certain things that, like, obviously are very popular. You would think they would be first on their list to add to the, yeah, to the new system. But you know, whatever. And a lot I, of them were in the works. It just it wasn't end, able to launch at launch, <coughs> yeah. and they had to wait a month or two to get the in the, in the update. But, but in the end, I don't care much because I'm probably right. not going to buy another one. But speaking of your applications, I'm yet to see the Netflix app for PS4. Right. Yeah, that's true. That does They're not exist. lagging way behind PS4? for some reason. PS4 does not have Netflix yet. Wow. By the way, there's a tornado going on outside <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, it's, it's spring insane. in Vegas, baby. It's crazy. Um, the uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, Barry is listening into everything we're saying while watching your ass on the Xbox. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Captain and you know what else is funny? I seem to remember this exact same conversation going on when the Xbox 360 came well, I'm out. I'm sure it did. And the and the PS3 came out with with Mr. Mattingly here as well. Well, okay. but I, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I have so many. Didn't games you return for, your first 360? You I were did. like, "Fuck this console." I did. Well, there's and always that you, frustration then, of the new system because now all the stuff I have is outdated. I'm just saying it's not going to work. Now I got to get all new copies of the shit but I I'll like. I'll tell you what's blah, weird. Blah, blah, blah. I'm hassle. just saying he's done this with every console what's generation that I've, that, since I've known him. The what's majority of the population this, does, man. What's weird about this is that. This gener- the like Ubisoft just came out this week saying they're going to support 360 for years to come. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be a dearth of games. No, that installed right. base. That's exactly and it. that user base. base. 
I'm we're looking a decade out. People are still going to be playing 360. Well, it's like I the PS3. It could take or over PS2. Yeah, I mean. it mm-hmm. could take over PS2 as far, right. as far as longevity goes. Yes, yeah. I think I, it will. It's certainly the it, I you know I have fuck tons of games for mm-hmm. all of my systems, and they're still great games. And I have more 360 games than I have for any other system. I still have my Dreamcast, so I can break out worms whenever I want. Them. Right, you got a fuck ton of Dreamcast. Did you get? We got, you know it's on 360, right? You can get a really great version is of Worms. It, it's it's more complicated. It's like too. 3D, right? It's not. No, no there's a there's a really get, great basic. compilation that just came out a couple months ago. Oh, I didn't on know that. disc. Two D Worms. Look into yeah. Yeah, you so and I, like I played. Uh, you and I've played Worms Armageddon a couple yep. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should look that. into get the get the disc version because mm-hmm. I've got it on. I bought the, on my console. I you know always. I mean, I I didn't buy the disc version. I just had. Yeah, I just have the virtual shit, which I hate because love that game. Shut it down whenever they want to. Yeah, Fox. I need to buy the disc version. I don't play it enough that I'd buy <laughs> nah, this version of that. But That's good. Yeah. Valve's leader of research and development, Michael Abrash, has left the company to serve as chief scientist chief? at Ocular, Oculus VR. Ah. Abrash's uh, arrival at Oculus comes just after Facebook's recent acquisition of the company for $2 billion, which Abrash d- addresses in a blog post on the Oculus VR website, quoting, The resources and long-term commitment that Facebook brings to Oculus... Uh, gives Oculus the runway it needs to solve the hard problems of VR, and some of them are hard indeed, unquote. Uh, He writes in part, I now fully expect to spend the rest of my career pushing VR as far ahead as I can, unquote. Uh, Brash also joins former ID software colleague John Carmack, who joined Oculus in August 2013 as the company's chief technological officer. Hey, uh, Superman, why is your VR so hard? I've been balling it. (laughs) So, yeah, uh... I balled it so hard. <laughs> Last Tuesday, the uh, the selling of Oculus to Facebook for $2 billion uh, happened after I'd done the, looked up the news. So this yeah, is about yeah. a week old at this well, point. But it's still big news. It is big news. My friend Seth, who programs for the Oculus and has working, been working with the dev kit for a while now, he's been getting crazy calls this week, as you can well imagine. So very interesting time for the programmers and the people who are sure. working with that uh that stuff it's it's a it's a cool time uh, every yeah. time i hear that name i just imagine it's drawn by jim starlin <laughs> the oculus <laughs> well, of course got a movie called oculus coming out in two weeks yeah so. really oh, yeah certainly has the money mirror. and the resources to give oculus what it needs to to and, go and really that's go it. forward now, i understand the kickstarter i mean this started as a kickstarter what is yes. what exactly one. is oculus oculus rift is a home vr system that hooks to your pc Okay. And gives you immersive three-dimensional VR. It's oh. a headset. It's lightweight, wear. high resolution. Um, it has a lot of three-dimensional as you and it I reacts feel, to the way has, your head turns. I remember us kind of talking shit. about it, but yeah. it's I, not like the old ones where you had to wear the whole giant helmet, which had you know a lot of external sensors and so forth. Oh the yeah, I had like four of those. Self-contained, <laughs> so the orientation orientation sensors rather are built in, so you don't no. need a lot of so it can you know additional hardware. <laughs> the, I, the orientation center. <laughs> sen- there we go. Off right off that. Goes, as soon as you put it on, it goes gay, gay. It's Oculus gay. gay. It goes, it not gay. Oh, okay. Not I was gonna gay, say if all it ever says gay. is gay, then I don't think it's working. <laughs> gay, gay. <laughs> like for everyone. Gay, like everyone. Not gay. Not gay. <laughs> not gay. Those are the two. Not, not gay, like not gay. <laughs> so it's a simplified sorting gay, hat. Gay, huh? It's a simplified sorting, sorting hat. hat. Well, there's only two. There's only two. Uh, There's only two types of sexuality. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah but if you put this on, it's, it's gay, straight, or Hufflepuff. Right. <laughs> God That's what damn it, it I got it, Hufflepuff. 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 
<laughs> I'll huff and puff and ball your house in. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's probably well, the single piece of technology I'm most excited about. It would be cool to see uh, that stuff that we saw like in Lawnmower Man start to actually happen. I can't wait. I, it's so funny. My wife gives me so much shit. But <laughs> that commercial for that... that uh, <laughs> That new Johnny Depp Lawnmower Man movie. You seen that? Oh yeah, no. I haven't seen the Where commercial. His, oh yeah, his uh, uh, his uh, transcendence, transcendence. Yeah, right. Basically, his. But I look forward to seeing him down at Fremont Street with the other Depps. His uh, personality <laughs> right. and, his, and his, his consciousness, his consciousness is transferred into the computer. Goes into a computer, right? Yeah. So your dream, right? And so Neuromancer. It's so funny because like it comes on. We're watching Hulu on something, and that, the commercial for that comes on, and I'm just watching, and I'm like. Yeah, because I'm like really like, oh, this is, you know, these are ideas that I'm interested in. And I'm looking at it, and my wife just from the side, she's washing dishes over in the corner. She just goes, bah! I'm like, what? She goes, you, you're nodding your head with such serious, studious attention to that fucking commercial for that ridiculous Lawnmower Man remake. It's a preposterous Johnny Depp movie, As and you're looking at it like you're checking out a Degas. As it's <laughs> you're in deep philosophical like you're conversation with Camus. Like you're listening to a Wu-Tang Clan CD. In a museum. You're looking at it like a Wu-Tang album, yeah. Exactly. No, it's just silly. She, she uh, very quickly takes the piss out of me. No, 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 no time. Whereas the shit comes out of you naturally. Huh? Whereas the shit comes out of you yeah, naturally. you don't ever have to take the shit out of me. It's rare that I have much in stock. I don't know how the Taco Bell I had last night is still ha- hanging intact. I don't know. But it uh, it's not giving me any real grief today. Transcendent. It's on the launching might be pad. Fun. It is on the launching pad. Well, I didn't eat anything today, really. So I had a... Uh, uh, payday bar. That was it. <laughs> so I'm really not going to be able to tell uh, what's going the hefty on. Hefty nuts there. are holding everything in. Okay. That's right. Well, it's almost totally nuts. <laughs> that payday. So. CDs nuts. CDs nuts. <laughs> all, all you've had in your mouth today is nuts. Yep. Yeah. What are you it. balling? Write to us. Gobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobbledygobb